up guys welcome into the sport codex show episode 100 we hit triple digits although we actually did a long time ago but officially we've hit triple digits i uh, got a bit of a special one for you tonight as you can probably tell there's no carl here uh but i've got twain how you going bro what's up bro been a minute eh fuck my bad been, been a minute <laughs> been a minute that's all good and uh we got a first time uh guest this time i believe it's your first time how you going matt yeah yeah very first time very first time ever on a podcast so you know go yeah i have some fun here talk yeah, about nice. wrestlemania yeah that's the one that's the one yeah we uh that's why Carl's not here, because we're talking about wrestling. Um, WrestleMania weekend just happened. Uh, a lot of wrestling. Uh, I'm pretty tired, but it was good. It was good. Uh, so what we're going to do, we're going to go through, we're going to touch on the NXT show briefly. Uh, then we're going to give our thoughts on WrestleMania 38. And then we're going to rank our top 10 WrestleManias of all time. So um, before we get into that, uh We'll just give a, uh, a quick little, uh, like, how we got started in wrestling. Uh, Matt, you're the, you're the newbie here, so why don't you go first? When did you when did you first get into wrestling, and, and uh, what got you in, and maybe who are some of your favorites, and that kind of thing? Yeah, so I started uh, <clears throat> 97, I believe. It was back when Channel 4 first um, was launched, mm-hmm. and they had yep. WWF on that. Mm-hmm. Um, from memory, I think it was like maybe a month or two under that stage, and we used yeah. to get every pay-per-view as well. That's so I used to be right. one of those kids who uh, recorded all the pay-per-views on my VHSs and uh, watched them over and over. So uh, my, my earliest memory of what got me into wrestling was, I think it was SummerSlam 97, and it was the main event, which was... Uh, Bret Hart versus Undertaker in the main event for the title, and Shawn Michaels a special guest referee. And Shawn, I think he hit Undertaker across the head, and mm. Bret Hart got the win, and Shawn had to counter it, and that what led to the match at uh, Survivor Series and the famous Montreal screw job. Oh yes. <laughs> so yeah, that, that that was my early memories of wrestling was that uh, SummerSlam, and yeah, basically been a fan ever since. Nice, nice. Uh, how about you, Twain? Fuck uh, so. I don't know if you guys remember, um, but back in the days, the old um, video stores, the like, you know, you could go and hire tapes and whatnot. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, so we used to go every Friday night and, you know, my old man would take me and you always you used to see the fucking wrestling videos out there. So I used to just started watching them and then probably got into it probably about probably 94. So probably just the time after Hogan left and when they were pushing Bret Hart as the, you know, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously <clears throat> fucking got into it and then got to Attitude Era. And that's when I really started like fucking getting into it and then all the way up into ruthless aggression and you know, here and there with the current stuff. So yeah, been a fan pretty much my whole life, eh? So fucking fucking love it, man. I love hate relationships better way to, yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a better yeah. way to Yeah, I, I grew up uh rurally and where I lived we couldn't get channel four. So I, I grew up not watching well, at the time WWF. Um but we had Sky. Uh, it was weird because at the time you couldn't get Channel 4 on Sky. So we we had Sky um, and I could get WCW on uh, TCM, Turner Classic mm. Movies. Mm. Uh, and the cool thing was it was actually up to date. It would show like two days after the after the US. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I, I think TV2 had it at one stage and yeah. it was like uh, three or so months behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. And yeah, you so- used to look. 
should be able to go to uh, Blockbusters and get like the DVD for whatever pay per view and be uh, like a month ahead of what the TV was showing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of what the TV is showing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can go, go spoil it all for yourself if you want to. I used to used to do that and like catch up on the TV. Yeah. Uh, I remember them they doing something similar. Like I think it was '99 and they had the it was on at 11 o'clock on TV two and it was the yep. Hogan yep. Goldberg world heavyweight title match mm, yeah yep, and yep. then i was like bro this like happened like six months ago like, yeah <laughs> i was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that, that was it yeah it was 11 o'clock at like a saturday night something like that yeah, saturday, yeah. Night. saturday night yeah, yeah yeah i remember um yeah so i i used to watch it on uh tcm and then i'd go and tell all my mates at school because they're like oh did you see blah blah yeah. blah i was like oh man that was that was two months ago I'm, I'm, ages, up, I'm up to this man i'm up to this so you're uh, one of the first people at Meltzer's boys, then you're fully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no one, no one believed me. The big one was when uh, the Goldberg streak ended. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Nash with the stun gun, and no yeah. one believed me that I was like, oh, Goldberg lost. And they're like, nah, whatever. I was like, yeah, nah, Kevin Nash. Oh, whatever. <laughs> like, and Aiden. then it happened, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah, right. you ate at Meltzer, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, um, I didn't get into WWE slash F for years after, um, probably around uh, 2008, 2009-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, we, got, we got Sky and uh, started watching a little bit, but didn't really get back into it till about probably uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, I watched it pretty solid. It was after the guest host era. I wasn't yep. watching during that. Mm. So it was after that I got back into it pretty heavily. And then, yeah, the last few years, I've just been sort of jumping in and out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you I think you find a lot of people, they fall in and out in certain stages, like I think somewhere between 2000s and 2010 or 12, something like that, I fell out and so yeah. came back that's, in sometime around, 20, around WrestleMania 20, I think. Yeah, that's, that's the same with me. I think I jumped out for a bit and then... When the summer of punk happened, I was like, "Yo, fuck, I'm in." You know, that's what got me back into it. So, and when the obviously when the shield came through, I was a big fan of those three. So, yeah, that's probably about the time I've sort of got back into it as well. Yeah, uh, it's funny because yeah, I took a break and and then when I came back, uh, there was this guy JBL was had been a champ. I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And then, <laughs> and, and then I was like, "Oh, where's Eddie Guerrero? Where's Chris Benoit?" I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Yeah, I I think I had that situation with Sheamus one point where like Sheamus was like the world champion. I was like, who the hell is this guy? I never heard of this guy either. It was like, like, yeah. The one one that bugged me, like when I bugged out when I came back, was when I saw the Miz with the world title. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that reality TV guy. Yeah, it was like, what? This guy was doing this stupid dance show on ECW for years. Like, what the fuck is he our world champion for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, it's, um, it's funny, like it's it's not something I'd think I'll ever ever give up. I actually I remember I used to uh, my granddad used to buy me the cards that came in the bubble gum mm. when I was a kid. Mm. Um, so even then, and it used to be late on Channel Two then. So I have I have early memories of like Jake the Snake and and uh, Macho Man. Obviously, mm. Macho Man I saw in WCW as well, but you know the the pink the pink tights and the yellow headband much i mean that that sort of era i have early memories of that but mm. it's uh yeah it, it's it's a funny thing cuz i don't think it's so frowned upon anymore but like there was a time when i was in high school where you had to almost hide the fact you were a fan 
hard. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> people go, "Oh, you watch wrestling? What a virgin!" That type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whereas now, it's funny. It's, Inter- it's... intermediate, it was cool, but then come high school, it wasn't anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there was a, it was an age. Yeah. Although, yeah. funnily enough, like at the time well i don't know how old you guys are but for me at the time high school it was aimed at at high schoolers it was the attitude mm, attitude era but it yeah, was yeah. it was considered not cool you know like oh you watch that fake shit like mm. but it's like oh man they were like titties leave me alone man i like it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. see I'm, I'm the opposite to you guys eh? like intermediate we were sort of a bit like we there was like a thing that, that no one liked but in high school i remember one of the boys bought a um like a hardcore title belt and we used to do the whole pretend to do the whole 24 7 thing like we'd just jump each other and then like jump <laughs> on something and then whoever had the belt for like fucking couple of weeks until the next person got jumped it was for stupid high school shit we were bored so, man it was yes uh, yes sounds, year 12 a lot more sensible than the real boxing fights we had in our classroom <laughs> yeah. at lunch times so we used to have clubs uh, so yeah a lot more sensible than that where people actually got knocked out god that's, oh, that's, what, that's what happens when you grow up in rio bro let's fucking uh, we're bored man yeah, it sounds was. like it yeah. sounds like WrestleMania 15. But <laughs> 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 I've been knocking out back gun. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's funny because I uh, I don't know if you guys know about it. I'm I'm tall. I'm like six eight, mm. uh, and I'd always have a couple of my mates who were smaller always wanted me to choke slam them. <laughs> so just fucking, yeah, man. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. I was always choke slamming these dudes. It was awesome. <laughs> then I ask you to do the six one nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no didn't, didn't get any of those. It was, yeah. it was just just the choke slam. <laughs> that, was, that was the easy one for me to deliver to. Mm. Sweet. Now, uh, so before WrestleMania was actually uh, the latest NXT pay per view, Stand and Deliver. Um, this is the first one I've watched under the the rebrand. Mm. Um, so it was it was it was quite interesting because. There were some parts that were very similar, and then there were some parts that were very different, like very WWE, mm. you know, the the slower paced match and, and things like that. Um, now, Matt, I don't, you didn't you didn't watch this one, did you? No, no, I haven't really been pumped in NXT. Um, yeah. I sort of looked at it and went, oh, I don't, this isn't for me. <laughs> I feel like Fair enough to. Fair yeah. enough. To. Uh, now, Twain, I know the actually, Twain, um, you kept tweeting shit about it, and that's what got me back into mm. it. Because I remember yeah. when the rebrand happened, and and all my favorites left. Yeah, uh, you know, Samoa Joe, Johnny Gargano, a um, couple of couple of other guys, they all left. Adam um, Cole, oh, um, yeah, yeah Undis- undisputed era. Yeah, uh, old, old Roddy's still still there, going strong. Yeah. Um, I think he's in. I think he just got moved to the NXT UK. That's just a yeah, mm. yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, which is random. But uh, <laughs> you you kept tweeting shit about like uh, uh, Brom Breaker and LA Knight and and Mellow. Mellow's yeah, my guy, Mello, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, 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 always, always tweeting Mellow. <laughs> I love Mellow. Eh? But I reckon that dude gonna be HBK 2.0, man. Like, fuck, he's so good, so cool, <clears throat> so arrogant. Like, fucking, just you can just the fucking swag's just dripping off that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you actually got me to check it out again, mm. and then I, I watched a couple of episodes, and then I saw the card for Stand and Deliver, and that's mm. when I was like, "Yo, yeah, I think I think we should we should watch Stand and Deliver and, and mm. talk about that as well." Yeah. Um. So what what were your overall thoughts of it, Twain? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, like I the next obviously this was probably like their stand and feature since the rebrand. Like this was the one show that they've been like 
then this is the one that they've been pushing for for a while now. And I fought pretty mm. much all of the matches, probably except the one that me and you spoke about, the Tony D'Angelo and Tommaso. Oh, that was fuck, I hate that guy. Yeah, I, <coughs> I don't understand why he went over over Tommaso, given that what Tommaso's done for the brand. Like, mm. I don't understand why he he was given that spotlight. Like. But other than that, like, I thought the women's tag team title match was great. Like, Dakota and Raquel, like, getting back together and, you know, fighting off um, Mandy's minions. I don't even know what their fucking name is. Uh, um, toxic tr- attraction. Yeah. Uh, all, I, all I know, Becky Lynch 2.0 is there, apparently. The I, took. <laughs> I, uh, I, know, I know Gigi Dolan because uh, I like her. Okay. Fair. Fair. Another name. Um, and she's, what's her face's uh, boyfriend? It was, um, it was Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly? That's right. Was it her indie name? Yeah. And she was in that. She was in AEW for a while. For a minute. Oh, does she date she... Old, that old little guy with Sting? Yep. Yep. That's it. Um, yeah. Why am I blanking on his name? Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were dating at least at that time. I assume they stopped. Mm. Yeah. I I enjoyed that match. Um. Obviously, the latter match was probably um. I thought it was fucking excellent. Like the, everyone the in that match was the standout. That's was, the one that reminded me of the old NE. Yeah, because it was just chaos. It was chaos. It was fucking fun, and like it was like legit dudes in there, like Cameron Grimes and obviously Mello and Santos and fucking Solo. Uh, like yeah. Solo's another one that I'm like <laughs> high on. Like I think that guy's gonna be a superstar uh, if given the proper chance. Yeah. Um, side side note with Solo, did you mm. see he had he cut a promo against uh, Grimes today and yep. he mentioned the bloodline? Yep, I saw that and I was like, yeah, yep, here we yeah, go. They're, yeah, they're already they're already hinting at it. Planting planting the seeds. I like <laughs> yep. that. Um I thought the the in the tag team men's match that was pretty underrated like um Imperium and the Creed brothers. Yeah. And as well and, like uh, I, MSK is MSK. The yep, the one that, <clears> I so always been a big always been a big fan of the imperium guys like fabian and marcel they're fucking ring generals obviously yeah. um uh Walt, walter's match of la night was pretty was wasn't as you know wasn't as good as the others but i, I like watching walter like again he's just mm. like fucking you know he reminds me of an old school heel like just a master in the ring and then obviously the title match was good which the ending i didn't think i thought you know braun would have you know yeah, the redemption thing yeah and then they kept it on ziggler but obviously mm. last night they you know did the switch again so um yeah no i thought it was a really really good card um real underrated i saw a lot of people moaning about it i was like it was, i thought it was pretty good yeah um yeah i'm, I'm the same just just mm. the one match that was a downer and mm. it's a shame that champa had to go out against the guy <laughs> who sucks Fuck. like uh, uh, it's just uh, uh, the 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 gimmick reminds me of like the 90s when everyone had a character you know there was uh, uh <laughs> yeah. duke duke the dumpster yeah, what was yeah, his, yeah. The, you know the rubbish guy <laughs> yeah, and then the IRS and yeah you know, he, he's like, very much early 90s gimmick wrestling yeah, uh, the old yeah. d'angelo thing he, he, we all know he's meant to be a mobster like, yeah yeah obvious like yeah, yeah. yeah. you can tell vince you could tell Vince had a hand in that shit. Eh? Like you yeah. can see Vince was in there. Oh, God damn it, pal. That's that's an Italian. Yeah, yeah. Let him be the yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You can tell that's a Vince thing. What's surprising is they've never done that one before. Like mm. I think um, late WCW they had the Mamelukes, and that was the closest thing anyone's ever done to like a yeah. monster. Yeah. Um, uh, FBI. They, the FBI. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, they yeah, did, yeah. They did yeah, bring yeah. them over. Yeah. So it was uh, Big right. Vito. Uh, Johnny the Bull Stamboli, I remember Fuck. him. Nunzio. Uh, yeah, yeah so right. Nunzio was in the, in the WWE one. But yeah. in WCW, 
Uh, I think Big Vito was the leader, and they actually had yeah. Disco Inferno in there for a while. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. It was a comedy act, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a good 20 years since anyone's actually done this gimmick, which is a bit surprising. Mm. It, is, it is surprising, yeah. But uh, I guess it's one that it has a ceiling, like it's yeah. a pretty yeah. low ceiling, like it's a mid-card comedy act. Mm. Yeah, it's, no a it's a you... Santino. It's a Santino. Yeah. 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 No one. Yeah. No one's going to take you seriously when you know you're doing entries. You're like, Mamma Mia. Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you're bullshit. Best, you're best hope to be intercontinental champion. Yeah. And be a heel intercontinental champion. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. Which is literally what Santino's ceiling was. Yeah. <laughs> and you basically need some goons behind you as well to make it work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love the, the ladder match. I thought the ladder match was really good. Mm. Uh, I mean, like that's everyone got a chance to shine. I think, I think the right participants are in there. Sometimes mm. you get a ladder match and you'll get one person in there where you're like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, why is that person in there? Like so, watching some of these older manias and the, the money in the bank, how it used to be on mania. <laughs> you're like, why is Finley in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking all those yeah. randos, and they're just pretty, they're yeah. not even climbing or anything. They're just standing yeah, yeah. outside. Yeah, so, but this one, like, it was all guys who, who knew what to do. Um, Grayson Waller taking that crazy drop the ladder, like, he could have broken his elbow. Like, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, even I, I like, Solo. That bump yeah. that Solo took, like, he's yeah. not a small dude, eh? Like, he's yeah. pretty massive, and he took a pretty big bump, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, Santos pulling the Hurricane Runner off the ladder, like that oh, was smooth as shit too. Fucking perfect. I, I really like that guy. I just don't think he's big enough to to get through on the on the top roster. Mm, mm. Just, yeah, and he's a Triple H guy as well, which yeah. makes me think he won't won't go far if he moves on up. Yeah, um, yeah. The 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 tag team match was was solid. Um, MSK do some cool shit, but I'm I'm not huge on them. Mm. Uh, also, just a side note, it seems like one of them is uh, in a bit of, a bit of trouble. Um, mm. Nash Carter, his wife's come out and, and uh, said he's abusive. Oh, and, shit. And, yeah, yeah. And she put photos up and she was all black-eyed and everything. Mm. Doesn't prove anything, but when no, your but own wife dog. is... Yeah. And then there's photos... It literally just came up on Twitter 10 minutes ago. Uh, there's photos of him dressed up like Adolf Hitler. Oh, so, no. Well, that... Yeah. that that hasn't, yeah. hasn't, hasn't stopped them before. Look how many people they've fucking kept yeah. on the roster for yeah, bullshit. Yeah. What was that big yeah. dude's name a couple of years ago? Fucking, oh, he was doing... Lars Sullivan? Four. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah, all yeah, up yeah, under... Eventually, eventually got rid of him. Yeah, but yeah. no, it's it while, not straight but... away. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, fucking always WWE, maybe, man. But, maybe that dude's but... trying to get into him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be how a plot turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking speaking of Imperium, um, the 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 Gunther, I guess we should yeah, call just, it now. Um, can't call match, yeah, the Gunther match with uh, LA Knight. I have to be honest, I was a little disappointed. It wasn't mm. bad, but I had really high hopes. Yeah. Um, I love matches where where Gunther slash Walter just slaps the piss out of people. Mm. It just completely fucks them up. And he did one. He he put LA Knight on the turnbuckle and. And chopped his back. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then, and then just clotheslined him to the floor. I was like, "That was cool." Um, on a side note, Gunther's lost a lot of weight since. Ah, he's looking good. He's oh. like quite slim now. Mm. I watched um, the NXT today, and he had a title match with uh, Braun, and 
Yeah, you need to check that match out. It was pretty good. Like, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, he looked really good against Braun. And Braun, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, being the fucking five-star prospect he is, you yeah. know, he put on a good match as well. So those two had a really good one today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that the thing with that match, I had a feeling the ref was a bit inexperienced. Oh, I'm not an expert, but there was a lot of times when you could see everybody talking about the spots. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't I don't mind it once in a while, but it was like every single breakdown mm-hmm. um, you'd have. It was either the ref talking to, to Gunther or Gunther yeah. talking to LA. Like, and they, it was a lot. Must have been at least 10 instances. They mm. do have a lot of inexperienced referees currently, I've yeah. noticed. Um, like, I look yeah. at a lot of referees on, on Mania, and that was their first Mania. And I, yeah. I look at yeah. it and go, is this because they've sort of gone for, like, the whole thing of, like, these young referees, we can pay them less, and we can just, like, cut the older ones uh, out? Uh, yeah, could be could be that. Like, you've you got Charles Robinson still around. and Yeah. Uh, but then uh, I was looking who? at the rest of them going, who's, yeah. the, who's the second senior referees? Yeah, yeah. Kyoto's Ke- gone. gone. Yeah, John Cone. It'd be John Cone, wouldn't it? Yeah, Probably. John Cone. Yeah, John Cone. Would be, would be the other one. Uh, the other guy I noticed, I don't I don't know how I know some of these referees' names, but Rod Zapata did a few matches. Okay. He's the one who did the Austin Owens match. Yeah. Mm. He's he's quite okay. short and, and really buff. Yeah, mm. I don't really know a lot of their names yeah. nowadays. Yeah, so he... It almost seems like he's moved up because he probably did about four or five matches. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, Charles Robinson's obviously the senior scene. Yeah. Mm. Then, uh, but yeah, you might be right. Like, let's get rid of the the more expensive ones, bring these ones up. Um, yeah, because yeah, there were a couple from NXT that were that had yeah made their made their mania debut. There was the oh, I can't remember her name, the the black lady who was the first ever black woman ref yeah. on, on a yep. WrestleMania, which is cool. Yeah. And then there's another guy. I think he's he's might be Indian. Mm. Darren Daryl some Sharma. Another woman as well, um, who's been on NXT for a while. Uh, for at least she's now on the main one. I don't know her name. So. Oh yeah, I know. Her. Yeah, I know yeah. who you mean. Yeah, she was she was like a she she came from um, the Indies as a wrestler and and decided to go. You know what? I'm just going to be a ref because she came from like uh, what was the the hardcore one that that uh, Moxley used to be at. Uh, uh, CGW. You see, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yep. yeah. She she came from one of those. Okay. Yep. And then uh, obviously wanted to give her body a break and yep. <laughs> decided to be a ref and you know probably get all you know maybe not as much pay but your body will thank you for it and oh, yeah. probably still a yep. uh, good living. A much mm. longer, longer career than being at CGW. Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. man. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was that was a tangent. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I I like the yeah I like the the Gunther match, but it was my second least favorite after the Champa match. Mm. Uh, and then the the title match was good. I think putting Braun with someone like Ziggler who can make you look so good mm. is is good for him at, at this stage of his development. Uh, I'm interested to see how he works with other people who are still learning as well. Like even even Gunther has mm. been around for a while. So yeah. I'm I'm interested to see when they put him with like some of these other young dudes in NXT. Like surely Carmelo Hayes is going to get a title match. At yeah, some you'd think so. Eh? Like yeah, the yeah, Grayson Waller pushing. Yeah, Grayson <laughs> Waller. Um, fucking, I was really surprised that oh, before I knew what happened today, I was really surprised that they kept the belt on Ziggler. But then I thought mm. when he came to Raw a couple of weeks back, I think Vince like instantly fell in love with him. Like. Yeah. 
Like, I think even to the point that his fucking family got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like, his yeah, family yeah. was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking out on the outs. Like, they were yeah. not a part of the of the family. Yeah, anymore. why? Yeah, Scott, yeah, yeah. Scott specifically. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, they all, they're both in the Hall of Fame. And then, like, yeah, I, that, I can only assume it's because of bronze. Like, Vince must have a fucking heart on for him. Yeah. Well, that, that was he's, pretty obvious, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah he's, he's the typical guy. Like, that's, that's Vince's perfect, like, look for a guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. What um, was interesting is they still call him. Well, they they mentioned that he was a Steiner, uh, but mm. they still call him Braun Breaker. And I, mm. I I was interested that they did that this year, yeah. rather than bring him to the main roster and call him a Steiner because mm. why wouldn't mm. you? But then they've done that with like Curtis Axel rather than calling rather than calling him Hennen. So yeah, mm. yeah. Which, and I, the, yeah, I they, guess they don't care. Yeah, they they also mentioned that Kurt Hennig was his father, and yeah, and he was still yeah Curtis Axel. There's there's got to be other examples too. So, mm. but yeah, I I I still don't like the name Bron Breaker. I, mm. I don't like. Um, the original name was going to be Rex Steiner, I believe, cause, kind because kind of works. That's yeah, too close to the father's name, I think. Yeah, yeah, well, the the yeah, that's part of it, and also, so their actual last name isn't Steiner; it's Rex Steiner. Mm. Yep. So I think that's where they got it from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, maybe it is too close to. Rex. Rex, Rick. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and so maybe that's why they went Bron Breaker. But I, why two Ks? And mm. that, that's and then they go call him Bron on the main roster anyway. Don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaker. They'll get rid of Breaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they might just call Bron. Breaker. Bron is fine. Bron the Breaker. Is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does look like a Bron. Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good name. So. But yeah, I am getting used to that. I really hated it when I heard it, but I'm getting used. to Mm. Um, but the guy, he he definitely looks like a future star. Like, yeah, he's really he, good. He he's already yeah, that, cuts a good promo. Yeah, um, he's he's pretty good in the ring. He did drop Ziggler on his head at one point. I don't mm. know whose fault it was though. Uh, Ziggler went. I think it was going for a leapfrog, and 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 Bron was going to like grab him and like do a do a suplex or a power slam or something. Mm. And yeah, kind of. It wasn't directly on the head, but it was. You could tell it was it was a bit sloppy. Uh, but you know he'll he'll get there for sure, and he's he's only had like uh, just a handful of matches in his entire career. So mm. where he's at is crazy. The development's been insane from where he started. Like you said, you know I think he only yeah. got in like February because uh, last time I read he was still like trying to do the football thing. He was on the Ravens practice squad for you know a couple see, of years. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was on the Ravens for quite a for a while, and then obviously didn't didn't pan out and then the wwe thing came and then he's just obviously in his jeans it's just fucking mm. taking it by storm yeah i was just trying to see if cage match the amount of total matches had but doesn't and i'm not going to go through and but it's, mm. it's very it's very few we mm. listen yeah gotta be yeah. gotta be so yeah, yeah it, it's it's really crazy where he is and he, he's only he's got to be young as like fucking 21 22 that yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. I think he's like right out of college, so he might be. He's 24. There you go. Fuck. He's got. He's not even in his prime yet. He's still a no, baby. No. no. Yeah. Well, you Anyone look at, below their yeah. 30s is a baby in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You look at the guys that are like considered young on the main roster, and they're in their mid 30s. Like, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that's your, your prime you know, like professional your, wrestler. Yeah, like your Chad Gables and and all of that. Mm. They're like Chad Gables, like 37. Yeah. yeah. If if you're a superstar before the age of thirty, then you're pretty special. Yeah. 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 Well, 100%. well you got uh, Orton is the first one that comes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
like we're talking about guys who are like The Rock or Brock Lesnar. And yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the current guys that I can think of who aren't in the WWE, it's like Will Ospreay and uh, Jay White, who are all under 30, mm. who are superstars, who are absolutely awesome yeah. at what they do. Will's, Will's the man. Like, fuck, I like watching him, man. We won't um, go down that tangent. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. could be a long, long conversation because yeah. I love him too. Yeah, he's the man. We'll stay on there's, the WWE for now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say real quick, there's one guy I like in AEW, uh, MJF. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's on the third as well. Yeah, he's very yeah. young as well. I think yeah. he's maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I like him. I like him a lot too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, it's, un- it's unusual for someone under 30 to be awesome. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, because, yeah, you got years of training. Um, yeah, sweet. So, uh, Twain, what was your, what would you say? Oh, match of the night, I feel, is is pretty obvious. Mm, would yeah. you, would you, it was the ladder match, right? Yeah, hard. That was yeah. that was the best match of the night, yeah. and it was so good. Like, like you already mentioned, it fucking had everything in it. Yeah. And usually yeah. with those kinds of ladder matches, like when there's fucking heaves of people in it, it can get a bit clunky and messy. Like just like you mentioned yeah. earlier, like people not knowing what they're doing, or yeah, yeah, people yeah. trying to do too many bumps or whatever. But it was actually a really well-told story in the ring, and then the wrestling followed up and it made it a really good match. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, it, it was pretty obvious that, that Mello was going to drop the title, but mm. I think that that's he's moving up. He's going to move up to the sort of, I guess, the main event of, of NXT now, surely. You would think he's, so. Probably one, maybe a couple of feuds, you know, just to buy some time, and then if Braun eventually goes up himself, then Mello's right in the, you know, right yeah. in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I could see I could see Bron going up fairly quickly. Eh? Oh fuck, uh, Vince! I I guarantee you, Vince got the biggest heart on for him right now, and he's mm. wanting to bring him up as soon as possible. Plus, if Roman's legit hurt, fuck, they need someone to, you know, maybe yeah. fill some spots here and then. <laughs> yeah, they probably just need to figure out who needs to be the next NXT champion and build that first before they mm. yeah Bron yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's what mm. probably the land on. Um. But I, I think there's a few guys that could do that. You could quite easily put it on, on Gunther and not be yeah, worried uh, at all. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, cool. So that that's about it for, for NXT. Let's move on to Mania. WrestleMania 38. Uh, what's this? Is this the third uh, where they've gone two nights? Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be the, the regular from now on, um, yep. which uh, I, I like it. It, it uh, I like it in theory. It, it upsets me that you have two nights of matches, no matches on either of the pre-shows, and you couldn't get your mid-card titles on uh, the show at all. Yeah, that's that, my biggest gripe. Yeah, yeah. That, that bothers me. Like, put them on the pre-show. Like, just do something with it. Oh, and but, especially if you got guy like the two people that are holding those mid-cards, Finn Balor and Ricochet, they can fucking work. They can yeah. go. Yeah, you know, it yep. just seems like a waste. And the thing, like, especially Finn Balor, I'm not sure what the, the reaction is on, on Ricochet, but I feel like he's he's pretty over as well. But, like, Finn Balor, he won't get seen for ages, and then he'll come out, and he's still over as hell. Like, people yeah. people love Finn Balor. Yeah. So, yeah. Great entrance. Looks like a million dollars. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. Uh. I, I don't mind the celebrity. I've seen people saying, you know, take out the celebrity matches and put them in there. I don't mind the celebrity matches. I think part of WrestleMania is the celebrity match, but always been a staple. Yeah, yeah, but I think not putting them at least on the pre-show, I think, is is pretty criminal. A hundred percent. That's mm. like you but, could you could have set like two fifteen-minute matches in there easily. Easy, easy. Yeah. I, 
um, I don't know if you guys watched the pre-show, but it was a panel thing where they talked yeah. like two yeah. hours get, and like get, get rid of that. Yeah, get rid of terrible. That. It was horrible. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I watched it on YouTube. I was like, why am I even watching this? Yeah, so, I don't need to hear from Peter Rosenberg. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, it, but the thing is, if there's a, a match on the pre-show, I I will usually watch that. Either mm. I'll I'll tune into, I'll have the pre-show on as background noise. Yeah. Until the match comes on, or I'll like look watch it on because you can. I think YouTube you can watch the pre-shows for free. Yeah. That's mm, how they, they, they sell you the network, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um. So yeah, but a bit of a missed opportunity there, and I, I don't understand the logic behind it. But in theory, I like the two night. Mm. I, I I I I like that, and I hope it, it does stay. It's better um, than five hours or five and a half hours. Worth yeah, of right. Although to yeah. be fair, both the nights were four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But that that's because it's another weird thing, like just constantly replaying the promos, the video packages. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, There's I lots like, of filler. Mm, I like the video packages. I like. I think they're very well done. But I don't need to see the same one three times each night. Yeah. Um, no. And the other thing I found weird. Uh, no backstage like skits or anything. That's another thing with WrestleMania is there's always usually a little comedy skit in there. Sometimes mm. it's stupid, but sometimes it's fun. Yeah, and, yeah. you're right. Mm. There's always something like there used to be like a uh, Pat Patterson, Briscoe, yeah. do something with uh, May uh, May Young or something like that. Yeah, some silly thing like that. It was yeah. just fun. They'd always bring back some silly legend. I was watching one. I can't remember which one it is. It's the one where. Booker T and Charmel have a match against Boogeyman, and 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 okay, yeah, Boogeyman, yeah, yeah. And, and Booker T's in the background, and it's like all these weird characters. So Paul Birchall was there, Gold Dust, obviously, uh, May Young, or was it Moolah? It might have been Moolah. I always was, was that the one with Brother Love where he was there. Ah, uh, I didn't see him in the backstage oh, okay. segment. Oh, Eugene, <laughs> Eugene, yep. Yep. and yep. and uh, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Mm. Uh, and you know it was just a little wacky two-minute skit, and it was it was really fun. Mm. Yeah, and, like, it just breaks things up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's rather than, than what match, happened match, last match. night, where, which we got on the Sunday show, we got like what happened last night. Like, yeah, we watched this guys. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty last much. Night. Come on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need two minutes of what happened last night. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like just put put a, put a little bit of comedy back in there. Mm. Like you've got you, I mean, you, fuck, you could bring back Santino for a skit. Like, what's he doing? Mm. You know, uh, Finley, put him, dress him up, get Hornswoggle back, just do something. Just yeah, just some, you know, like you said, two, three minutes of just a, you know, some fun, or you know, get like back in the day they used to get like Pete Rose to come out and get choke slammed by Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three, three years in a row. <laughs> yeah, just do something, do some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's so much you can like. Yeah. It, yeah, the closest thing we got to that was with, was was the second night with McMahon and his match, and then yes. also probably Stone, Stone Cold, but with uh, Kevin Owens and the Kevin Owens show. Yeah, those were yeah. The mm. two comedy relief we got. Yeah, 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 and, and those those were fun, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It seems it seems yeah. weird to have everything be in the ring. Yeah, mm. you know, like yeah, you just right. need something to to break it up a little bit of a, a, a palate cleanser. If you... Yeah. See, they did all their pre-show sort of like interview things and the oh, all their backstage interviews in the pre-show. Um, yeah. Um, what's her name? The cute girl. Uh, Latin Kayla. Girl, I can't remember. Her name. Maria. No, nah, Maria. Oh, something. Maria. Uh, she was a special one they brought in. She oh, Maria Menounos. That's it. 
Oh, yeah. gosh, she's good, good looking. But yeah, <laughs> uh, her. So she, she does a fantastic job at it. Like she has all the facial reactions at, at, while yeah. doing it. So she's brilliant at it. Um, so they do all of that in the pre-show. But yeah, they could have um, added some of that just match, to break yeah. up the normal show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's weird. Like, there was one of the manias, and they would interview you straight after the match. It was like, like, it was like an actual sports field. Mm. And it just, but it just broke it up as well. So yeah, it's it's weird. But yeah, overall, um, I enjoyed I enjoyed both nights. Yeah. Overall. Um, yeah. I thought I thought they were pretty fun. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll go we'll go match by match, and then um, yeah, give our give our thoughts on it, and and uh, yeah, wrap it all up at the end. So uh, we'll go with you first, Matt. What was your thought? The first match was the Usos defending the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Yep. Against the team of Shinsuke and Rick Boos. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the whole uh, Sky. Yeah. They seem to put together for like a whole uh, marketing campaign gimmick. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite like, is this the odd couple of the WWE currently? Is this meant to be like your rock and sock connection or mm. your, you know, oddball couple that we've seen on and on and on? And is it like, so it's, that... it's good. It's good to see the Usos one because, yeah, the Usos are a legitimate tag team. Yeah. I think I, they've I think... opened a lot of WrestleManias. Like I looked I was wow. looking at some WrestleManias yeah. priorly prior and it looks like they opened quite a few of them. Mm. So they trust them to open the WrestleManias and start the show off big. So that yeah. that's one thing that, you know, they they must have some trust in the backstage it's, to do that. The yeah. old saying in the wrestling business, man, the best workers are Samoans, man. They always <laughs> always bring that always bring the you know, they always Vince trusts the Samoan family, man. They yeah. he always oh trusts them with you know anything and, and um, the usos are you almost think they're underutilized just because and so you kind much. of really want them just to be singles yes but yeah. then they're so fantastic together yeah. Yeah. and their promos together are absolutely amazing like just their unique style of of, of having the promo is just watch so it's funny you kind of don't want to break them up either mm. It's funny you bring up the singles thing because, like, last year I really, really enjoyed when Roman and Jay were going at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. that shit was fucking bonkers good. And then, like, when Jimmy came back and they started running the tag team division, I was like, oh, fuck, you don't need to split them up. They're so fucking good together. Yeah. Mm. I would yeah. really, like, it's not going to happen, but I would really, one day, hopefully they get to go with, like, the Briscoes or, you know, fucking the Young yeah. Bucks or something. That would be yeah. such a fire tag team match. It would. Be, it would be but yeah that, that their, their bad luck is they're in the wwe currently and the only mm. other tag team that's relevant is the new and all the mm. rest is sort of thrown together where if yeah. they were in another company they would have so many options of great tag teams Fucking but go for hey, they, they, are, they are the best tag team in the wwe and so 100 mm. percent, yeah totally um so yeah the the match uh, obviously they had to call an audible for the finish because uh yeah. rick boogs ended up legitimately injured um what did he? Oh, I can't. I Patella. I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Patella. Yeah, Patella ripped, yeah. yeah. Tore two things. Um. So yeah, but a bit of a shame. But I don't think it changed the outcome of the match. I I don't see the Usos dropping the titles to uh, essentially a comedy team. Mm. Um. Even though I think Nakamura's been done pretty dirty ever since he won the Rumble. Um. But yeah, right now that that's a comedy team. That's that's literally what. They're. Mm. Uh, I will say I did not realize how jacked Rick Boogs is. <laughs> he's big. He is huge. <laughs> like, he's got big shit. shoulders, man. Yeah. Like someone told me he he's like basically Freddie Mercury uh, on roids. 
And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and now I can't unsee it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. he, well, he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his gimmick is currently Freddie Mercury. Like, he's, yeah. he's completely blatantly Freddie Mer- Mercury. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was it was a shame to see, you know, his first WrestleMania um, injures himself seriously. Uh, I think if he pulled that move off, I think it would have been pretty impressive as well, like mm. slamming two, both Usos. Um, yeah, but, ironically, you know, someone dropping two, two Samoans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, so I don't regularly watch Raw and SmackDown, but how long have the Usos used the, the 3D or what they call the 1D as a finisher? I think it's uh, been about the bloodline time. Like yeah, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I not think, long though, is it? I, yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's been a couple months or it's not been too long. Mm. Maybe I think it's around the time that yeah. the bloodline sort of came together when you know they pledged yeah. to Roman. So when old that. Jimmy Jimmy came back, yeah, oh, so yeah. around around that time I because I saw that I was like, oh shit, that's cool. Mm. Uh, and you know, obviously Bubba Ray's probably not coming back because everyone hates him. No, now, no. So. <laughs> they're all and, retired anyway. And, and Devon actually, Devon came out and said he actually can't wrestle anymore. He had spinal fusion surgery, Ooh. so he's 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 officially done. Mm. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, Twain, what what were your thoughts on on that match? Oh, obviously, love the Usos. But, yeah. yeah, but yeah, pretty much what you guys covered. Um, you know, <laughs> they weren't really going to drop the title and they had to, you know run an audible because of the injury obviously but yeah they did the best they could with a pretty you know shitty situation no one wants to get hurt or mm. you know throw up the x during a match but um yeah i thought it was pretty you know it was okay for the amount of time and yeah. the situation it was it was fine yeah um one thing so what bothers me now about shinsuke so he used to have <laughs> the coolest entrance yeah <laughs> it was the coolest and the bit where he would he would run to the ropes and and drop right down he doesn't do it to the music anymore no it, it, it pissed me off so yeah. much i was like what are you doing you missed well, the cue <laughs> you, you might get it back now now rick's gone from it and yeah 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 that, that actually is probably what throws it off is rick playing it live as well yeah but yeah i just it's like ah i i i how it didn't match up it's crazy, eh? Like, with him, like, everyone, obviously, you know, you guys already mentioned, like, how underutilized he is, but I'm looking at his credentials in WWE. He's won every single fucking thing except the big one. Except you the know? big titles. Yeah, they're, they're big. He's, you know, they've put him in lots of different spots, but haven't mm. trusted him enough to give him the the big bio. And I think because it might be the, he, the language. He won the Rumble, but he lost at the WrestleMania match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 18. yeah, that yeah. AJ feud was weird. That was the one where they just kicked each other in the dick. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, it was, which, it was which was weird because they could have worked really well together because they yeah. had previously. Yeah, New Japan, and, uh, yeah. JPW. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Uh, and Shinsuke, he beat John Cena in a, in a SmackDown match too, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. yeah. They pushed um, him real well for a while. Mm, and yeah, then it just all fell off after that. Yeah, which, yeah, which isn't unusual but, at times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he's he's had a good like, yeah, he's underutilized, but he's had a good career. Like, mm. you know, uh, the, fucking I, Daniel Bryan never won a won a Royal Rumble. You know, no, like, he's, I, he's, I I also get the feeling that maybe Shinsuke is kind of like he's happy to be the character wrestler yeah. now. He doesn't yeah. have to work as hard as he used to. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. he used to work real like as much as he used to have in NJPW were really physical. Yeah, why the hell would you want to do that when you can get paid all this money just to be this fun character? This yeah, happy go yeah. lucky character. That that's what it sounds like. Because he just extended too, uh fairly yeah. recently. Yeah. Um he seems to be real happy there. He's not looking to yeah. leave ever. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, good yeah. for him. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Sure enough, yeah. Yeah. 
like you know yeah if you're doing something you love and, and getting paid and don't care about being the top guy then you know more power to you mm. all right uh so match two was drew mcintyre happy corbin um twain i'll i'll jump to you first what are, what are yeah. you what are your thoughts here oh that's probably one of the worst matches on the both cards for me i didn't i didn't like it like mm. i don't understand like the build-up to it i don't get why why did what was the importance of you know is it because they stole his sword it just didn't make sense to me and then he cuts the he cuts the sword the rope I'm like what the yeah. fuck are you doing bro like it's such a fall of grace for drew like this is a mm. guy that eliminated brock lesnar at the royal rumble and then beat brock lesnar at wrestlemania only two years ago like yeah it just seems like now they don't know what to do with him like it just yeah i was it was just a real weird match um i'm not a big corbin fan um same with madcap moss i don't get it like i don't know why he's wearing suspenders with no shirt i don't get that um <laughs> but yeah it was just it was just a weird match and the feud just didn't make any sense like i know it's been going on for a few months but it just yeah i i think you could have slotted the u.s title or the ic title in here and it would have been all good like for me yeah yeah i um, completely agree like I think I think the entire point of this match was to get that image of Drew cussing the ropes so they could play that on replay for all, all the manias and all the episodes forever, forever and ever and ever. Because yeah. that's like the moment, which was quite unique. I was like shocked at that going, Wow, that's weird. He actually cut the ropes. <laughs> but you know, I think that was the entire point of this match is just to get the shot of that moment. Mm. And, and like Madcat Moss sort of falls in the same um as Rick Boogs. It's like this guy's been pushed for the last six months. I'm still not sure if I actually care who the hell this yeah. guy is. Yeah, yeah, that's my point with them too. It's like I don't care you're with Baron Corbin or Happy Cor- whatever yeah. the fuck yeah. he's called now. Like I don't care. Like you've done nothing that's important. Yeah. So yeah, that's just, I don't like it. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Um, it, it does feel like a bit of a fall from grace for Drew. Like you should mm. really be building him up as a legitimate threat to Roman right now. Yep, that's um, agreed. Like, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to be the guy that beats Roman, but you can get a hell of a feud from those two. Mm, yeah, mm. hell of a feud. Um, uh, the, I, I'm the thing with Corbin. I, I find him very interesting. I've never been a massive fan, but it's obvious that like Vince loves him mm. because he's always on TV. Ever since he's come up from NXT, there's never been like any lulls where there's nothing for him creatively. You know, like how Elias disappeared and. You know, that's never happened. He always gets random gimmicks, you know, like he was he was Baron Corbin uh, and then he was the authority guy for a while. And then he was the broke Corbin and now he's happy Corbin. Like mm. there's the creative always have something for him and he's always happy to give it a go. Yeah, right? I always feel like he says yes to everything. And that's why yeah. he ends up doing everything. <laughs> and he's yeah. always he's... on TV because he says yes. So I'll go, yeah. yeah, sure. If you're paying yeah. me, I'll do this. Why yeah. not? I don't care. <laughs> So um, I kind of feel like that's his attitude, and it's quite yeah. it works quite well. Yeah, and it, it it's I I th- from I've heard he's actually a very safe worker as well. Um, mm. that's why he was entrusted with Kurt Angle's last match. Yeah, um, and what we're gonna point out is that uh, Drew McIntyre kicked out of his finisher, the first ever person yes. to do so. First yes. ever person to kick out at the, the end of the day. Most significant part of this match, actually. Yeah, I I do like how they built that up too. 
Like yeah, no one's ever no kicked one, out of end of days. Literally, and, not even an yeah. NXT. No one kicked out of that. That was yeah, always yeah. a dead finisher. So yeah. that was very interesting. That was the most interesting part of that match. Mm. Mm. That, and that's pretty much all I yeah, I got yeah. from it. Like, Madcap Moss sucks. The, yeah. and the other thing that bugs me is the, the sword. Like, the sword's cool, sure. Um, but it's like, he's swinging his sword at people. He's not going to hit anyone with a fucking no. sword. <laughs> like... No, he can't. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, back in the day, there was a similar thing. I never used to watch it, but I used to like read up on on every company. Uh, and TNA, they had a guy Abyss. You guys yes. know Abyss. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and he would always pull out a baseball bat with nails in it. Oh, oh, and it was okay. the same thing. Like he's not going to hit anyone with it. So like, why would you be like, oh no, he's swinging the bat. He's yeah. You know, it's the same thing with the sword. Like mm. it's it's a cool little thing. Like he puts it in the corner and the the pyro goes off. That's cool. But like you know, don't swing it at people because you're not gonna hit one. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. I think right. I think with Drew, like the reason why he got so much momentum two years ago was he was so over as a fucking monster heel. Like mm. when he was tagging with Ziggler Dolph. and he, yeah, mm. they were just running run shot through Raw. I think it might be time for him to go back to being a heel again. Like just going, mm. just destroying everyone on SmackDown and. You know, getting that, getting his mojo back. Because I'm not a fan of him as a face. It's a bit, it's a bit bland for me. Like I, I get it, but I would rather him he's, as a heel. He's a bit too white, mate. A white meat baby face. Isn't mm. He's like yes. too clean cut. Yeah, There's yeah. No edge to him whatsoever. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I think the the crazy thing is like he always connects with the crowd though, even as a yeah. as a baby face. He doesn't. Like it's been what yeah two years. He's been on the main roster and they haven't really got tired of him yet. Mm. And it, it's been the same thing since he turned face. Yeah. Um. You know, right. since he he beat uh beat Brock. Yep. Um. Ever, ever since, since then, that like Rumble before that Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Build up to that yeah. Rumble. Yeah. yeah. That Rumble and, was insane when he won it. Like the crowd was yeah. so yeah. fucking over for him. Yeah. And, and, that was a fantastic Rumble. Well. It yeah, was a great well. Um. And yeah. So he it, like it, it's even though you know we sort of like oh yeah I'd like to see and I think he could be a monster here. Mm. Like he could be an absolute monster, but the crowd's not sick of him, which is yeah, I, I yeah. find that interesting. Like he he connects with the crowd, and mm. I, I think that's not not everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. I think the sword helps too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's uh, very much the traditional, you know, uh, massive guy with a interesting gimmick, which the kids can love, and the adults mm. look at him and go, oh yeah, he's legit. You know, mm. he's a legit guy who could beat up anyone because he's so, he's huge. Yeah, well, he's, he's massive. He's, he's probably six, eight, whatever. Yeah. Like, massive. Like, yeah. jacked. So. And he's and he's got a cool finisher, too. The Claymore's awesome. That's yeah. a wicked finisher. Apparently, he, it was created by accident, too, because his pants were too tight. <laughs> so he couldn't he couldn't get up fully, and he ended up just kicking a dude in the face or something. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's talking about on the Austin, Austin podcast. Mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, well, I think we're all in agreement that that match was uh, pretty pretty unnecessary. You know, Finn Balor or Ricochet could have gone in there. Although, mm. I, I just, I guess you put Drew in somewhere else. Well, yeah, he needs to be on the card. He needs to be on yeah, the card. Absolutely. But, but, and, yeah. and probably Corbin does as well if he does week to week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know if you want to put Drew on the pre-show, but yeah, I, th- I think the match it, it was it was fine. It was fine. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was it was harmless. I, I guess I'd say it yeah, wasn't offensive. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So the next match uh took me a bit by surprise as the the Mysterios uh, Ray mm. and Dominic 
um, against the Miz and Logan Paul, the first of the celebrity matches. Um, Logan Paul came down to the ring with his six million dollar <laughs> Pikachu card around his neck. <laughs> uh, fuck. It was um, the most dorkiest freaking thing of all time, wasn't it? It, it really <laughs> like, was. Oh my god, what the? Like, who cares? Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of of either of the Paul brothers. Uh, the boxing thing, I I, I think it's you know not rigged, but they pick their opponents very yeah. carefully. Yeah. Mm. Um. But I was very surprised at how good he looked. He can go, man. I was want, I was just gonna His, say some of the stuff he can yeah. he can go. The blockbuster he did was clean as. Yep. Like it was really clean. Um, the way he did the three amigos and the frog splash mm. was yep. was fucking yep. genius. Like got mm. the crowd fully booing him. Yep. Um. His, yeah. The suplexes weren't perfect, but the the idea of it was great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, to be fair, I think they looked better than uh, Ray. Ray was doing it first, and he got cut off. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Ray's looked really bad. The not the suplex, but the the hip twist. Yeah. Back yep. up. Oh, Ray yeah. couldn't. Ray couldn't pop the hips, and and Logan Paul like fully popped the hips. And yeah. Yeah. The suplex. The but yeah, getting the crowd like booing like they were fucking booing him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. there for? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all. They so, need to do. And that was the that you're right. That spot was brilliant for that mm. exact reason. Mm. Yeah. Um. Where Where are you guys at on Dominic? I think he should be in NXT. Um. I think he should be down there still developing his craft. I think he's a little bit on the, you know, he's a bit rough around the edges. Mm. Um. But I do get why he's, you know, with. Ray, obviously, because Ray's one of the greatest of all time. But mm. I read something the other day that made me quite um, intrigued. If they do go down this path, is that eventually they're going to give the mask to Dom, but yeah. Dom has to earn it from yeah. Ray, and that's the storyline that sort of they're trying to play out. And if that's the case, I can dig that, and then Ray will finally unmask, and that's going to be his retirement. Yeah. Um, if that's what the way they're going to go down, I'm all for that. That's cool. But I still think he's a little bit rough around the edges. Like he, some of the yeah. the six one nine is he does is a bit it's a bit yeah. wonky. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bit harder because he's obviously a lot taller than Ray. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he can't pull the moves off as as smoothly. But mm. I do think he needs to to sharpen things up a little bit. If mm. I think that story is is genius. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, he needs to sharpen up because if he's still sloppy when they do that, then people aren't gonna like it. Mm. And I think he suffers the same thing that Ray did when he unmasked. Like he's he looks like some dude that works at fucking JB Hi-Fi. Like he, <laughs> he's got a really like fucking baby face looking face. Yeah. Like yeah. If, and I think if he, you know, if they do go down that mask storyline that they're gonna do, hopefully, like if he puts the mask on, then maybe you know I won't be so like fucking freaked out by his, you know, his baby face. Literally, mm. his baby face. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is uh, like what twenty twenty one. He's yeah. he's young. He's, <laughs> he's, he's young. He's, he's yeah, literally he, a baby. <laughs> um, but he very much falls into Braun Breaker uh, field of things. Like he's mm. probably had less than fifty matches, so he yeah. doesn't really know what he's doing yet. Mm. But he's in, he's in a big spotlight because yeah. he's his, the son of his father. Because of his dad. It's, yeah. it's actually very similar to um, Ric Flair's son. Um, oh, when David he, Flair. When he, David. David Flair. Yeah. WCW. So out of his depth. And he's he said this in interviews afterwards. He started at the top and worked his way down to the Indies in the end of his career. <laughs> so like he did the reverse of what everyone's meant to do. So he literally got dropped in the deep end. 
So Dominic's very much been put in the same situation. It's like, hey, mm. here's the deep end kid. You're, you're right. Like, he yeah. was lucky enough to be put on during the pandemic era where he wasn't in front of live crowds. Yeah, and true, true, true. Good thing. point. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the mask thing is obvious for the obvious reason, like, hey, you want to keep the mask going because the mask sells as a product. But, so, you know, so yeah, yeah, that's the reason why you keep the mask going. That's why I was quite surprised when he, he, um, he actually debuted without a mask. I was like, why are you not giving him a master cell? Yeah. You know, mm. like what are we doing? So yeah, that that's the that's the that's the obvious reason for them the um whole mask story. And that mm. would be an awesome story as well. Mm. Um yeah. so yeah. But yeah, Logan Paul was pretty damn good uh for a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. Um but he was obviously sur- surrounded by three guys who shouldn't know what they're doing, at least two guys that do. Mm. So uh, he's protected and yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just shout out the Miz here? Like, yeah. every yeah. year, he gets put into these stupid fuck... Oh, not stupid, but, like, these the matches. The celebrity matches. The celebrity yep. matches every yeah. year. Or he's he's tagging with Maurice against Cena and the yep. Bella or whoever. Nikki Bella. <laughs> yeah. but every oh, time, well, it was Edge and Beth Phoenix at the previous... Oh, yeah, control. 100%. <laughs> he's doing these matches, but every fucking time, he somehow makes it work. Like, his yeah. work has come That's... such a long way. Yeah, yeah, that's why he still has a job, and why everyone he tags with us gets fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. R.I.P. John Morrison. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's funny. I was actually going to touch on that. The Miz almost is like the new. So in WCW, it was DDP who teamed up with the with the celebrities. Uh, mm. Don Rollins Page. Yeah. He, yeah, he did a match with. Oh, everyone knows the Carl Malone one. Uh, but he Jay also Leno. did it with Jay Leno. He did a tag match with Jay Leno. Yeah, which is so fucking weird. Can you say that again? He had a match with who? Jay Leno? He tag teamed with yeah. Jay Leno. Yeah. Oh, I can't Hogan and Bischoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's my... right. Yeah. God, yeah. I've never it's, heard of that. It's as bad as you can imagine. Yeah. yeah oh, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. Is there Judy Bagwell on a pole match or like. This is actually far before that, which is this is actually in the prime of WCW. Yeah, this is when oh, WCW was huge. Fuck yeah, I think it was either '97 or '98. I can't remember which year that one was. Yeah, there, it would have been. It would have been '98, I'd say. I think '97 was the um, the Robin one. That was '97 in July. Yeah, it was Jeez. after the final. And they're working, with, and at that time they're working with such a great ring technician as Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just looked you it up. It was when... Road Wild, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, um, I need to watch right. that. I need to watch no, you, that. You really don't. You probably, you, you probably don't. Me, don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Logan Paul's way better. Way, way better. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. celebrity, every celebrity this weekend was way better. Even <laughs> we man, everyone, name them. Even the guy yeah. who had no pants on was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the interesting thing, at the end of the match, The Miz turned on Logan Paul, uh, probably setting up a match between those two. uh, It's probably WrestleMania backlash. Mm. Um, I I read, I think it was, it might have been Sean Ross Sapp, or who's the other one? Ryan, Ryan Satin? Uh, Satin, Ryan Satin. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was one of those two tweeted out that uh, it was part of the condition of Logan Paul accepting the match was that he had to be a babyface by the end of it. Yeah, but everyone hates um, him. That's that's uh, <laughs> and, uh, all the replies were like, but the Miz turned face because <laughs> he attacked him. <laughs> uh, maybe SummerSlam for those two, I reckon. Yeah, I think SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you need a bigger event than uh, yeah, Backlash. Yeah, than WrestleMania okay. Backlash. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's right. 
so yeah it's um i I thought that was kind of interesting like why does he care like he must know everyone hates him Mm. surely they play they play to be like heels and they're boxing as well yeah that's that's the whole that's their whole shtick they do the mayweather thing where they're trying to like get people hate them to get knocked out people to get them watch them get knocked out that's it that's exactly it that's exactly what they he knows he knows how it works so Mm. yeah yeah, I'll give him credit. He's a very smart businessman, even though I I don't like him in the slightest. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, the match was way. I thought it was going to be a disaster. I I thought Logan Paul would be a guy who come in, got a check, and didn't really care. But you could tell he actually worked really hard, trained really mm. hard. Maybe yeah. not as hard as Bad Bunny, who literally did three months every day, gave up on music. Yeah. You know, but you could tell he worked hard. So full full credit to him. Hmm. He's still a douche, but for credit to him. The next match um, was uh, much, much, much better. And this is mm. one I, I assumed was going to be very good. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Mm. Uh, Matt, you go first. What, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, this was one of the matches of the first night. Um, the last four, well, with the exception of the Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair one, and interesting. <clears throat> the other three were fantastic, and this yeah. was one of those three. Like, uh, and also perfect finish. Bianca, what, what I love about this is that so far she's uh, 2-0 and against the Four Horsewoman with, I mm. think, also Bailey and uh, Charlotte to go. So yeah. it'll be interesting, interesting if they tell the story of her being Bailey next year or the year after, and then Charlotte in the future. Mm. That could be the, the and Charlotte could be the final boss for her in that storyline. So mm. that'll be the clip way of doing it. So mm. hopefully they go along those lines. Um, and you know, it doesn't matter if Becky, Becky lose, lose, still gonna be big tomorrow. Still, still gonna you know. be over as hell. And, yeah. mm. and she's a heel. She can just go, hey, you know, it wasn't my fault. I didn't lose. You know, da da da, and pull out yeah. all the excuses as a classic heel should. Mm. Yeah. Bianca's like superstar written all over it. Like I mean, like in terms of you know crossing over into mainstream like yep. i can mm. just see it eh? like sasha's already starting to do, but like i can see bianca sort of going down that path too she's so charismatic she's talented as fuck like she's got the look she's athletic as hell like i can really really see her like crossing over she's she's amazing like she's one of the i feel like that was one of the best matches between both nights for me i really like that match mm. yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, she's um, definitely charismatic, and yeah, she's she's gonna be a star. Oh, she's already a star, but she's gonna be yeah. a, a bigger. She's star. gonna be a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Her and her husband are both charismatic as hell. Uh, Montez oh, Ford. Yeah. Is her Montez is the man. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, this this was um fantastic match. It's definitely my match of night one. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Bianca, yeah, took a took a kick to the face, got a black eye from it. Uh, <laughs> Did I, you I don't know. Did you guys see the memes about that? They put, nah. they put it was last night when she took her glasses off and they put the picture oh, underneath of from Friday the, when the guy gets knocked yeah. out by Debo. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, I was dying. I was like, fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I saw some people say that there was a botched Molly go around because Molly Holly was the producer on the match. Mm. Uh, and then I saw some people like even oh the commentary was selling it as uh, a rolling heel kick. Mm. off the top rope so i don't I don't know if they were covering or if it was meant to be like that and it just hit her in the eye i'm not sure but yeah it was it was just yeah fantastic match like becky lynch is awesome um and bianca's been having really good matches recently uh, a couple of good matches uh with uh uh do drop do drop yeah 
Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, Bianca's got everything to be, like, the top woman wrestler mm, in, the, yeah. in the company, for sure. She's perfect. Like, the, the only thing she needs to work on is promos. Like, on yeah. uh, Monday Night Raw, she kind of got a crowd who slightly turned on her, and she didn't quite know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's probably the first time that's ever, ever, ever happened to her. So, once she just yeah. learns to deal with that sort of things and handles that where the, the example later in that night, the Monday Night Raw, Damien Priest, the crowd turned on him, and he mm. handled it perfectly. And mm. I was so impressed with how he handled that. So that's just yeah. something she needs yeah. to work on. It's just dealing with the yeah. live crowd and them not always being perfect. But then the Raw after WrestleMania crowd's a bit to a standard mm. crowd. Yeah, yeah, 100%. She's got a cool finisher, man. I like the KOD. Like, that's mm. such a cool finisher. Yeah, it's basically just a reverse Death Valley driver. Yeah. It? Oh no, because she doesn't. Does she? Does she flip? I can't remember. Does she flip them or does she jump down? I think. She, I think she so jumps. Or is it just like yeah. a reverse AA? I think she jumps down. Yeah. She jumps she down. Yeah. Like a sit out reverse Death Valley yeah. driver. Yeah. 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 Which is um, yeah, really, really cool move. And yeah, yeah, the the one when she did it on uh, Dewdrop was really impressive. Mm. Even if there needed to be a bit of work to set it up, you could do Dewdrop climbing the the turnbuckle but that's all right you suspend your, your belief for, for that for things like that it's wrestling man <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah no nah, um yeah i i like both i like bianchi i think mm. they're both fantastic and, and becky especially is someone who everything she she always changes her gimmick up she doesn't get comfortable mm. and it always works like she yeah. was the man she could have easily come back as the man but then, like you know, what I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be big time Bex, and you know, I got that over as well. So, and she played into it at SummerSlam because she knew, yeah, you know, if she yeah. what after that match result, she knew she was gonna get heat, and she just played yeah. into it. And yeah, then it was yeah, a yeah. brilliant, it was long, you know, long term storytelling, which mm. WWE don't really do very yeah, well. Yeah, and then you know, they built that story from SummerSlam all the way up until you know WrestleMania, and you know, we finally got the payoff, which was you know nice to see for once. Yeah. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think that's part of why the match was so good. Like the match mm. itself was really good, but mm. when you have a consistently built story where it doesn't stop and start and stop and start, then it it always helps. And sure. they pl- and they played into it too, you know, in November, October when she's you know you know first match of the night and she's not getting anywhere near you know the title picture and everyone's online mm. is like oh you know she's getting you know she, she's not vince doesn't like her anymore and Meltzer's saying all of his bullshit yeah, yeah, that yeah. he says you know all that sort of thing so they played into it and then you know finally got that payoff which was cool to see mm. yeah definitely definitely uh all right next probably with the exception of the reigns match this would have been the most hyped match mm. um especially seth doing a lot of the work himself Uh, well all all the work himself he had to do Mm. it all himself um and you know the the night before wrestlemania he's teasing all these different people on on twitter you know via mahan and bray wyatt (laughs) did uh, he say kane (laughs) yeah coming back uh yeah undertaker (laughs) kane there were a whole bunch i'll see if i can find it because he he did the same thing in the pre-show as well he was he was interviewing the pre-show and he like wrestled off all these names but he mentioned everyone who was part of WWE. He didn't mention yeah. anyone outside of it. Yeah. Uh, I, who else I, did he do? Oh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa. Uh, Goldberg. Mm. The, yep. That's a that's an interesting name that he brought up because I wouldn't mm. thought that name's been on the 
he's, that name's in the naughty book at the moment. Well, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. that's why he did it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going through them now. The Rock, he had The Rock. Corey Graves. <laughs> Corey Graves. Vince McMahon. Oh, oh, Corey uh, has been cleared, hasn't he? So yeah. yeah, he has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon. Oscar. <laughs> Man, can you imagine Vince oh, taking? Can um, you imagine Vince taking the curb stomp? Fuck, that would be hilarious. <laughs> um, no, I can't. Some, it some some dude from AEW. I only know because it's got the AEW logo. Uh, I think he's got stunt on his shirt. Oh, stunt, stunt Marco. Marco. Yeah, stunt. stunt yeah, my yeah, whole yeah, because Marco's just been cut. That's why. Yeah, well, yep, not so, not yep. resign him. So yeah. So he, yeah, him, uh, Bailey, Elias, Scott Steiner. Rob Van Dam, John Cena, Mustafa Ali, Shane McMahon, Veer Mahan. Yeah, that's all of them. So, so he was uh, he was putting in the work. And um, it ended up being the, the worst kept secret. Like, we, mm. everyone knew. The, the funny thing was, when the rumors first started, I was like, no chance, no way. It's not happening. Yeah. We were talking and about then, it, eh? Yeah. Me and you yeah. were talking and about then, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the, the, all the, like, the legit guys confirmed it. Mm. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess it's happening. And then once that was confirmed, there was no way it was going to be anyone else. Mm. Um, now, I'll admit I wasn't the biggest Cody fan uh, in his first run. I, I thought I, I thought he was – he always made different gimmicks work. Like, there was obviously Stardust, but there was Dash and Cody. Dashing. Rose. I love Dashing. It was uh, the, the guy when he wore the mask. Yeah, um, we wore the paper uh, bag. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he yeah. gave out paper yeah. bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave out the paper bags. That's it. Uh, and then there was the uh, the Rhodes Scholar Cody Rhodes. So he had a whole bunch of different gimmicks, and he always made them work. But I was never a big fan. But mm. the entrance gave me goosebumps. Yes, hundred percent. It was it was real. Like we all knew who it was gonna be. And then you know what is there's more than one royal family in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and that, 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 that start, yeah, was perfect. yeah, that is the yeah. most perfect because, yeah, that statement is completely opposed in the WWE's concepts. Mm. So, that's the beauty of that entrance is that that song and how it starts, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I, because I don't watch, I don't think I ever saw him in AEW because I only watch a little bit of it. Um, <laughs> but apparently, he got everything from he got the he got the gear, he got the entrance, he got the I mean, I know the American Nightmare was was part of his name there. You know, um, he basically looks exactly like he did in AEW. Yeah, exactly. Which is... Entrance, everything, because he owns yeah. the song, so he can yeah. bring the song over. Oh, okay, sweet. So, yeah, yeah, everything, everything is the same. Even rising, well, was he rising up in AEW? I think he was from the, yeah, he was, yeah. He was rising up, or they were dropping a uh, thing Cody down, Vader? and he was coming up from that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen even, people say that Cody Vader was, was it as well. Yeah, so, like, everything was basically the same. Yeah. So it was the exact character, the exact mm. character from AEW, basically oh, trans- yeah. transferred into WWE, which was probably the most shocking part about it because this is the first time this has ever happened since AEW's mm. existed, is yeah. their major wrestler being identical yeah. going over to WWE. So that was probably the most interesting part about the whole entrance was just, yeah, this is actually yeah. happening. Like, we've yeah. had the rumours, but this is actually it, and he yeah. is the same character mm. and he's talked about this in our podcast afterwards uh literally like talking about hey vince wants to buy who you are not mm. like what we to create you into but mm. we're buying the character that you are so yeah. we're happy with who you are so that's why they could keep going and that's why we got the promo and raw which was a very cody Rhodes promo mm. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I was just going to mention too. It seems like, and I, I might be just looking, you know, tinfoil hat here. It seems like he might have a little creative control over his stuff. Yeah. It seems like oh, he's surely. got like, like it seems Definitely. like like, and you know how Vince is. Vince is like, nah, I'm the I'm the big man here. Mm. You know, you listen to me. But it, from that promo on Monday to the yep. stuff on you know the entrance, it feels like Cody's. <clears throat> Cody can, you know, he's got some say around the joint now. So, yeah. but he, the, the storyline he's selling around the whole Dusty never had the title thing that is mm. easy for Vince to buy because we're selling the we're selling nostalgia here, which we have on the network. You can go back mm. and watch, yeah, watch and, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, Dusty is, love is, is well loved too. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, um, you know, because of what the hand he had in in NXT, like all, yes. all those guys, you know. So and obviously is his history, but even for the younger viewers, the the NXT connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the match itself was was really good as well. Like again, never been a huge Cody fan, um, but the the match was was really well done. Uh, I I really like Rollins saying, "Welcome back to the big leagues, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rollins is good, man. He's yeah, so he's good. So good. Yeah, he's really good. He's always good. So yeah, so yeah, I, I like I like Cody doing the the cartwheel, the stardust thing. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, and and then obviously the the bionic elbow at the end. Mm. Um, I like the yeah. was it the top rope cutter? He did the, the Cody cutter. cutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody cutter. That's so good. That like and he's, you know he, so he he does it better than John Cena used to do. <laughs> 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 remember when john cena had that springboard stunner oh yeah <laughs> oh, it was so bad that was work rate john eh? when he was trying yeah. to get him and press and all that, them. it was it was u.s title open challenge john That's and he would always do the springboard either. stunner and it was horrible <laughs> oh man but yeah no that that cody cutter was clean um mm. but yeah you're really good really good match uh the, and yeah, the raw promo makes me think he wants to go after uh, Roman, depending mm. on, on what happens with Roman and his mm. and his arm. Um, yeah, it, it's I'm I'm very interested to see what they do with him. Mm. Which yeah, I didn't really care about Cody, so I'm I'm very curious to see where he goes from here. Oh, like Matt said, you know, he's one of the you know founding fathers of AEW. It's a mm. big move, you know, like it's. It's adjacent to probably maybe Jericho leaving WCW at the time. Yeah. To come yeah. to WWE. It's that kind of move where it's the first one that jumped ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to open I'm, up the door. Open up the gates open, too. Yeah. I, I actually look, think it's more like the big show leaving WCW because Jericho yes. was a mid carter. Yes. Where yeah. the giant was yeah. top yes. card. He was a, a good, former champion. So that's a I good think shout. It's more like that. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah. really good shout. I, I forgot about um, Paul White. Um, but yeah, like I can definitely see, you know, him being in that title picture, but I don't know about you, but I just see him more of a heel than a, like everything about him is heelish. The, the suit, the, the fucking ridiculous tattoo, the, shitty net tattoo. <laughs> um, the blonde oh. hair. Like, I just feel like I see like triple H evolution type heel in his future. Like that's when he just hogs the fucking title. And, you know, he just tries to keep that belt around him for so long. Like, hopefully, that's the sort of direction I want him to go down. But, mm. you know, it seems like at the moment, like, they're going to, you know, play on the dusty yeah. Yeah, lineage thing and, you know, try and get him, you know, that sort of thing. It's quite eerie, too. Like, you know how Dusty came in with the polka dots and everyone sort of gave him shit for it. 
mm. when Cody left, he was Stardust and it was sort of the same sort of feel. Like they gave him shit about the Stardust character and he sort of he had to reinvent himself and bring him bring his character back to life. I just thought that was quite um that was a quite good, you know, mm. parallel between the two. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think they'll keep him faceful now just because mm. it's the obvious story and mm. it's the obvious babyface story of, you know, fulfilling the, the dream of your father, you know. Mm. That's mm. the most babyface yeah. thing in the world. Mm. Yeah. You can you can definitely get a good uh a rivalry if he goes after Roman out of it. Um almost like um you remember Jeff Hardy had that match against Undertaker on Raw? Yeah, O2. Yeah. Like the you ultimate don't need to win. But yeah. as long as you like put up a great match, yeah, yeah. and you know the crowd's going to get behind it because it's it's the underdog, and you know Cody, yeah. he's exactly. he's you know the smaller of of the two. Like Roman's this big, big Samoan dude, and Cody's just little little Cody Rhodes. So yeah, so yeah. the story's in the chase. So he needs to fail yeah. first before he actually finally gets there. And I think, mm. I think I, I actually I do have an idea of how they could do it, but we won't go into that detail right now. Interesting. We won't go into fancy booking yet. Let's finish yeah. on this, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how much time we got left. In. We'll um, be here for hours. Sweet. Now, uh, yeah, fuck, we could, we could be. Uh, the, so the next match, um, funnily enough, Ric Flair tweeted that it's the best women's match he's ever seen mm. in his life. Fuck now, out of here. I, I get the feeling oh, it's the most dead women's match maybe in the freaking history of his life because <laughs> no one cares about Ronda Rousey. When she yeah. walked out there, no one cared. They don't no reaction. They no didn't reaction. give a shit about her. Yeah, yeah. And that, so that's here's... the problem is no one cares about her. The the crazy thing is, I hate Charlotte Flair. Mm. I I despise it, and not because she's a heel. Like I I just can't stand her. Um, even when she was like a face in there, I I I don't know what it is. I just I don't like her. I don't like her on my TV. I don't like her on the screen. And even I was like I don't really want Ronda to win. At first I was, <laughs> but then I saw her like cutting these lifeless promos and shit. And I was like, nah, I don't want that as the champ. Like, you know, let, let Charlotte beat her. She can fuck off. And then like, let's build up someone else to, mm. to beat Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Ronda, it's, it's weird, man. Like there was rumors of her being upset that they didn't main event night one. Um, because apparently she went on some t- uh, the Allen Allen show and oh, yeah. said she was in the main event of Night One at WrestleMania. Um, well, see, I think initially they did actually say that before they mm. announced the whole thing. Whole thing. So she, oh, yeah. she, so, she may have been told that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, then, yeah, it seemed, seemed like she was... Followed, like, yeah. Imagine if they followed Austin and Yeah, yeah. Like, what, a, what a fucking buzzkill. Oh, man, that would have been <laughs> dead, man. What a <laughs> massive so buzzkill that would have been. Um, I did... I'd, the match was was fine. Like it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. There was oh. there's some decent parts. Um, I I laughed when so the bit where Ronda threw Charlotte for the ref bump, and Charlotte did a full on spear on the ref. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, <are you laughs> yeah. Well, what did the ref do, man? It was Charles <laughs> And it was Charles Robinson. I yeah, did love that. Match. I did love that that Charles Robinson and a Charlotte Flair match. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like twenty five years after you're doing your yeah. father's matches. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's um, it, yeah, the match was fine for two people. I didn't give a shit about. Like it was, it was yeah. fine. It was, but I think, fine. Yeah, just don't give a shit about them. So you know, yeah, it's hard I to think, actually. But, there's no emotional attachment to it. 
Yeah. It, Exactly. It's too. It's funny because, eh? like, you know, they've been trying to book Ronda as, you know, the baby face in there, but it was two heels fighting each other. Yep. You yeah. You know, it was exactly. like nobody was nobody cared because it was two people they don't like yeah. wrestling. Yeah. It's like, like you who, could have. Who am I gonna fucking cheer for? Exactly. Hundred percent. And like, could you like? I personally, you know, I think you could have chucked Sasha in there. You know, just yeah. the, mm. instead of Ronda, like, because Sasha and mm. you know, Charlotte got that history, obviously. Like, that's something that you could have done. Or even someone like Naomi. Like, you know, maybe instead of Ronda winning, maybe you build up Naomi as a, you know, that, you know, babyface underdog that's trying to get on top of the title. Like, that would have mm. been way more interesting than fucking Ronda Rousey. Like, jeez. Like, but, when are they going to yeah. get it? No one cares about her. No, mm. but Ronda's the name and the word yes. for the yeah. faithful viewer. That's yeah. the mm. reason why. It's the only reason why. I actually, I thought her first run was was decent. She she's very good in the ring. Yeah. Um, she needs a mouthpiece. Like if Paul Heyman wasn't busy, he would be a perfect mouthpiece for her. Mm. Yeah. But you can't really put her in the bloodline. Obviously, that that doesn't work. So I don't I don't know if the I'm trying Malcolm to think Be- who else. Malcolm Bivens. I was just about to say yeah. maybe bring up Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. Um, because no fuck, who cares about Diamond Mine? Bring, yeah. bring up Malcolm Bivens, let him manage. Or he could do both. doesn't matter. Mm. And let him be a mouthpiece for Rousey. And she put her on Raw and let her go after Bianca and with him cutting promos. Mm. Like, Is there any woman that could be a mouth, mouthpiece for her? Yeah. Mm. Tra- yeah. Um, Zelina? Zelina could do it. Well, she's just, yeah, they've just broken up uh, their tag team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Kamala. So that could, yeah, she could be a mouthpiece for her. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's not it's not very many women that could be the no, mouthpiece no, for her. You've you've got to let Rhonda be the strong silent type because her promos are the worst. Yeah. Oh. She just has no she yeah. has less charisma than me. Fuck's sake. So. <laughs> <laughs> the the funny thing is, like I've seen a couple of her videos like on on Twitter and shit because she's like really into fucking like she's got like a bomb shelter and shit. She's really into like what's the what's the word. When you when you prep for like oh uh, yes yeah, doom, doomsday yeah. doomsday prep she's a huge yeah. doomsday prepper and her videos on that she's really charismatic so mm. I wonder if it's like the being in the spotlight or whatever where she's just like just yeah, freezes it might up be being in front of a live crowd because mm. that's completely different obviously like yeah. I don't know if you guys ever act in front of a live crowd but you either can't handle oh. it or you can't yeah. sometimes no so. I, I don't think I could do it yeah neither yeah so. Yeah, it's uh, they they need to do something with it. Something needs to change. Um, mm. yeah. I I think she's too big a name to just get rid of completely. Oh, like, oh shit! But yeah, like don't fucking don't let her cut promos anymore. God, no, so bad. Like, could you see? Could you see her like? Because I know she's tight with Shayna Baszler, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, could you see a, like a tag team where they just a, run shit? You know, those two just yeah, absolutely destroyed answer, yeah, everyone. Yeah. 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 Get the tag title. Shayna cussing backstage promos. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking fuck up the whole women's tag team division, those two. Yeah. 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 And, but, and yeah, give them a long ass run. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, and let make them be tag team champions. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Make, make the belts mean something because it just currently bounces between makeshift teams at the moment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Zelina and Carmella, like I like Zelina, she's cool as, but like mm. it was pretty rank that they they had the tag titles. I didn't know they had the fucking tag titles until they started <laughs> advertising this match. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, but the best part is now 
Naomi and Sasha have the tag title, so there's mm. legitimate yeah. competition. So yeah. that'll be actually a good match. And they can mm. get a good match. They can work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually I really like that, Twain. Uh yeah, Rhonda and Shayna. Like, why is Shayna teaming with Natalia? Natalia is yeah. terrible now. Like, uh, I'll, 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 I'll leave it until we get to that match. Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, okay. my fuck. She's terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. Finally, the main event. Uh, we, we already touched, or we haven't actually. That was before we started recording. But, yeah, Kevin Owens, the, this, the KO show. It was meant to just be an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it turned into an actual match, like a legitimate match. Mm. Um, with bumps and everything. And it was really fucking cool. Like, mm. uh, I was shocked at how well Austin did, um, especially because he was probably, he probably had a case of beer before the match anyway. <laughs> he looked and then drunk, he, man. And then he sunk another one in the match, during the match. So, yeah, I was, um, I was, I was really, really shocked at, at how well Austin did. Like, he did interviews with, I think it was Rich Eisen, Mm. Where he talked about how much cardio he's been doing, trying yeah. to get into get into shape. So, it, it, yeah, I was still shocked that it was this. Mm. I thought it yeah. might have been maybe something a little longer than The Rock's last match, where he rock bottomed Eric Rowan, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, I thought we might have gotten you know some punches, and then a stunner, and then the the fingers and the beer. Mm. Yeah. Um, it started kind of slow with the um. The, stub, the stomp in the mud hole part, and uh, yeah, that was a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. they counted numbers and that, but then it eventually kicked, eventually kicked into gear, and they went into the crowd, which I expected. That's mm. why you notice no one else earlier in the night went to the crowd because yeah. they sta- they saved that for the main events. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they went to the crowd. They went all the way up on the stage, and then he got, oh, he got the ATV and drove him up on the stage. And that was very classic because that's what we all remember from old Austin matches. They're all these brawls which went yeah. all over the crowd. It didn't matter who he's facing, they all were all like this. So it was a lovely nostalgia from that point of view. And then just the beer added on top of it was brilliant. Yeah, this match actually went longer than the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar match from the yeah. night after. <laughs> yeah, which this, is this crazy. Went 14 minutes. So yeah. Which is insane. I never thought it would go 14 minutes. I thought it was like going to be five minutes. Yeah, done, I thought dusted. I thought like five minutes, and I thought I was I was quite happy with that. Mm. I was like, you know, that'll be fun. We'll see some stunners. We'll see some uh, fingers. We'll see some beers, and that'll be cool. I, I never expected a 14 minute match, and yeah, it was fucking cool. Yeah, it was so much it fun. Was, I had a it, massive it smile so the whole time. It was it, it was a, the adrenal adrenaline rush at the end of the night, which you yeah. normally don't guess. Normally by yeah. the end of the night, you're like going. God, yeah. is this one going to be interesting or not? Where the second night, without spoilers, it wasn't mm. as good as the end of the first night. Where the mm. end of the first night was just so much fun because it was Austin. And it yeah. was just all the nostalgia and all the beer and all the palaver with it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think part of him taking this match was that they had to advertise the beer because you saw how the beer can was it was thing <laughs> for the camera too, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But um yeah and and you know full credit to Owens for again he mm. just like Seth Rollins he had to yeah. build this himself um, and he made it as well yeah he was so brilliant yeah yeah he's it's, he's so good I he's probably I would say my favorite currently going right now yeah I, I yeah there might be someone else I'm forgetting but he's he's definitely top three of, of current WWE guys for me it's very interesting eh like if you look at all of the roster that they gave him that spot. Yeah, like they trust yeah. him. They trust, yeah. they trust him significantly 
to give him that spot and to make Austin look as good as it looked for us. Like yeah. he, he must be like, you know, the backstage, all the people backstage and everything must be, you know, very trustful of his work and everything. So it was a big credit to him for making that extra work. Cause like when I first heard about if this was happening, I was like, Oh boy. Like, you know, when you see the mm. old guy come back, you're a bit, you know, you're a bit funny about it, but you yeah. know, like you guys already mentioned, it was great. And I just thought, and I don't know if you guys agree or not, but this, I thought this was like a goodbye to the attitude era. Like I mm. felt like this was like the company saluting like Undertaker Hall of Fame, when is the Hall yeah. of Fame, Triple H, the next night we'll talk about, you know, putting mm. his boots in the ring and then Austin having this last moment, the moment that he never got to have back in 19. Um, I just felt like this was the company saying, you know, thanks for all the memories, attitude era, but mm. we're moving on now sort of thing. I don't know. This yeah, just no, bit... that's a very good point. Mm. Yeah. I, I still think, think I... that, but it's good. I still think Rocky's coming back for one more man with, with Roman. Roman. Mm, we yeah. talk about that later for next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got my fantasy book for that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do agree as a whole. I, I think that's sort of uh, what they were, what they were sort of doing as well. Um, um, the timestamp you sent me when he came out and it was 316 on the door. Yeah, it came that out was... on 316. That's really oh, fucking cool. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and that was something yeah i just saw on twitter i was like no fucking way and then yeah, yeah. like that's yeah fuck that's and that's, uh, and that's a little detail that you know um oh who i i read who produced the main event and now i can't remember who oh it was um hurricane shane Helms. Oh, Helms. Yeah, Helms. yeah 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 he he produced that one and the jackass one mm. okay yeah so yeah no he that's... did he did pretty well for himself it was I don't know if you guys, you know, when you're watching it, but like, I keep forgetting because, you know, being a bit older myself now, but you just forget how fucking over Austin was, eh? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, you know, every, every time you hear that glass shatter, the fucking crowd loses their mind, no matter what. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just trained into us now. Yeah. It's just insane, like, how fucking over that man was. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, what's your guys' uh, match of the night for night one? Hmm. I'll go probably, I'll go Bianca and Becky for me. I yeah. just thought, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the storytelling from SummerSlam all the way up until the actual match, and the actual match was really good itself. So mm. I'll have that as my match of the night. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go for Cody and Seth. Nice. Mm. Uh, nice. Yeah, just because of the return, I think yeah. that made it more interesting, and yeah, yeah that those two work well together. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that it was out of those two for me. I'm I'm yeah, going Becky, yeah. Becky Bianca as well. Um, but that yeah, that Cody entrance is one of it's fuck insane. I, I don't I don't know how if this is a hot take, but it, it's it's definitely one of the best WrestleMania entrances I've seen. Yeah, mm. yeah. it re- reminds me of the Hardy Boys when they returned. I think yes, thirty yeah, yeah. six or yeah, 30, yeah. 33, I think it was thirty six yeah. was the was yeah. the COVID one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, nah, as uh, night one, night one was fun. Uh, just the the one kind of a downer with the the Cody, uh, not Cody, fucking Charlotte Ronda. Yeah, mm. bit, bit of a yeah. bit of a downer. Uh, okay, night two. Why do I not have the list of night two matches? Uh, oh yeah, here they are. Okay, so night two started with the triple threat for the Raw tag team titles. Uh, RK Bro going in as the champs. Now this. 
little fun fact uh this was the last tag title that randy orton needed to go into wrestlemania so he's now entered wrestlemania with every single title belt wow. which i think is is, is really cool <laughs> so i'm surprised I, I, i'm surprised hmm. by that because i'm thinking when was the u.s champion but yeah uh, but yeah apparently uh, that he actually tweeted it out himself so hang on let me yeah. let me look at that real quick uh, i can't remember him holding the u.s title oh i um, remember intercontinental maybe yeah uh he yeah. won the u.s title the for the first time in 2018 oh, oh wow okay, yep so but did he go in? i wonder if they count the intercontinental in the u.s as, as like one that's I think they changed. I think they changed the triple crown thing. Yeah, because that's what, that's all you need both. for triple crown, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think they recognize the this. Is, I yeah. see. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll look for that too, later. I'll look for that later. I've been too um, pedantic right now. Let's keep going. No, but it's, <laughs> it's it's fine because I didn't actually think of that. I just I saw him tweet it out, and I was like, that's really fucking cool. And I wondered if that's why they put the belts back on them mm. going into Mania to give him that. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Hmm. Uh, but I love all three of these. Yeah. Like, RK Bro shouldn't work as well as it does, but uh, you can tell Orton is really brought into it. Mm. Um, normally, they would have worked for a little while, and then Orton would have turned on Riddle. Yeah. Uh, that's usually how those things go. Uh, Street Profits, love them. I think Dawkins is pretty underrated, but Montez is the star of that team. Exactly. So he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's the only reason why he doesn't get more praise is because Montez is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not Dawkins' fault yeah. that his tag team partner is so amazing. So yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, Dawkins like pretty underrated. Like he's a fully qualified wrestler as well. Like he's like like legit wrestler. Mm. He's um I think yeah like won a whole bunch of collegiate awards and shit. So he's he's really good. He's actually been around since I believe the original NXT lineup. So yep, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early yeah. on NXT before yeah. uh, Montez Ford turned up. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because he had a different tag team partner. I can't remember who it was, but that's when he offered. That's who it was. Yeah, it was some random. And then their first major feud he had was with um, the Hype Bros, which was uh, Zack Ryder and Mojo and Wally. Wow. Fucking Hype Bros. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, And then Alpha Academy. I, yeah, Chad Gable. I love Chad Gable. And Otis. I like this Otis better than Comedy Otis. Like this, this Otis is really good. Um, but Chad Gable, and I, I'm going to go on a little, this is a little hot takey. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that they're hyping up this guy, Gable Stevenson, as like this future star. He won the gold medal. You know, he's the next Kurt Angle. I think they've got the next Kurt Angle already on the roster, and I think it's Chad Gable. I he's, 100% agree. <laughs> he's really good he, in the ring. He, the micro one though yeah micro. yeah he, he that's his only thing is that he's yeah, small yeah, um yeah but he's he's so good in the ring and he's developed like a personality yeah mm. uh he's he's actually a really good like cocky he um the i, I mean the the shush thing is is quite annoying but i think that's the point as well yeah yep so he's yeah fantastic but, so I yeah I I like all three of these teams. I love Chad Gable, like I love him. Like fucking give him give him the. It's never going to happen, but I would be so happy if he ever got a run with a with a top belt. Even fucking give him a mid card belt, let him go. Give him the US title and fucking yeah. let him yeah. And go just to let work. him go with it. Yeah, but uh, that's probably why they're going to set him up with um Gable Stevenson. Because he's such a good worker. They know they can yeah. he can help Gable Stevenson come along mm, as yeah. a as a baby face. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like Gable, he's he's had three different, four different tag team partners where he's had the belts. Mm. So he had uh, American Alpha, Jason Jordan, yep. and then he had the belts with Shelton Benjamin, Bobby and then he had the belts with Bobby Roode, and now mm. with Otis. So he, yep. well, not now with Otis, but, you know, with Otis as well. So he's obviously very versatile in who he can work with as well. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm just turning this into a Chad Gable love fest. So real quick, <laughs> um, Matt, Matt, what were you, what what were your thoughts on the match itself? Um, I was not surprised by the finish. I uh, expected the RK, uh, RK Bros to hold on to the titles because they're doing so well. Why would you take them off them? And the Street Profits don't need them. Alpha Academy probably don't need them. So you know, just keep it going, keep the the flow running on. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. It was this was actually quite a um, entertaining match to open up with, and had great energy. And that's why they had this as the opener match because these guys all brought a hell of a lot of energy and a hell of a lot of athleticism to this. There was a couple of spots with Montez Ford which were quite ridiculous, as per normal. Always mm-hmm. athletic as hell. Did you see that uh, fucking so... Swanton plancher thing he did off the court? I think it was he jumped over the the ring post. Yes, onto over the ring post. post. I was like, yep. are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> he's ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. He's insane, and I still I love his frog splash because he gets so high. Yeah, 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 yeah. They should call so it the higher. they should call it the ten star because Rob Van Dam yeah, never got yeah, that yeah. high. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, he was high in a different sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was high at Wale Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, I I agree. Um, I wonder what what is next for RK Bro. Mm. Like, what what other tag teams are there on Raw? I, I mean, think you got, you got. I think you could. Yeah, I you think you should sh- drop drop it to. Maybe the profits, and then you can start a, you know, instead of Randy turning on him, maybe you start Riddle turning riddle? on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something to completely out of. I kind of like that to to really to really shock him. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Randy and right then, now is actually quite a fun babyface. Like yeah. it's the first time yeah. he's been a fun babyface. He's yes. usually it's a terrible babyface, but yeah, now yeah. this is yeah. actually fun. So yeah, that would be an interesting twist on everything because we're just yeah. expecting Randy to turn on him at some stage. Mm. I was even expecting it during the match. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think it would be nice to freshen up Riddle as well. Like I'm I don't think he's stale yet, but I can mm. see it getting stale. Yeah. I I think it's funny to me that um I don't know if you guys agree or not, but it's funny to me that Randy Orton's like considered a locker room leader now. Like he was such a shitbag yeah. when he first started. Yeah. He now went, he's well, like, literally, shit. He was yeah. shitting in bags. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> and now he's like a fucking. He's turning in himself into the Undertaker. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did this happen? Yeah. Well, like, someone yeah, needs to fill that role. He is the oldest statement. He is the <laughs> oldest one there now. I think. Yeah. The, the longest rank one there now, at least. Long, just... definitely, definitely longest running there. Yeah, Which is crazy because right. I remember when he won the world heavyweight title from fucking Chris Benoit, and he was like 19. Yep. Like, mm. it's yeah. insane. Early like, 20, yeah. yeah. He was the youngest ever world heavyweight champ until Brock Lesnar came along, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's only 42 currently, which is that's fucking insane because he's been in the company for so long. Yeah. And he still looks like he can still go, like he can still wrestle oh, yeah. quite well. And fucking, you know, he's got the he's still the physique is still looking good as well. So like, fuck, he's still got plenty yeah. of time ahead of he him. He could go for another guess. His Easy. first appearance was March 16, 20, uh, 2020 years. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, fuck. That's insane, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I like, I like that idea. Um, 
in saying that, I would be happy for RK Bro to just stay around for ages. Mm. Like, yes. We don't need a we don't need to constantly break up tag teams, yeah. you know. Like no. they're, they're over. Yeah, them, yeah, over as hell. Over. Like, like yeah. they've actually done that quite well with the Usos and New Day. They've just kept them together. There's no mm. reason to break them up. So they, yeah. they have actually they have broken their normal pattern of breaking up tag teams. For a reason. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully mm. they keep that going because yeah. it's, it's, it's it works. It's simple. Mm. It works. It's rock and sock connection. Vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like it shouldn't it's, work, yeah. but it does. Yeah. Do classic old ball tag tag team, which shouldn't work, and it does work. Keep I, it going. I, I would like to see Randy get one more main title run event. Mm. Cause he, what's he on now? He must be on like 15, 15, uh, 14, something like 14, that. 14, 14, 14, yeah. He's Cause he's tired. like just, be, he's just behind Cena, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Cena's tied with uh, Flair and, yeah. and Randy's yeah. just behind yeah. them. Yeah. 14. So 10 with the WWE yeah. championship and yeah. four with the world heavyweight championship. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ah, that, fuck, yeah. That match was fun. Good start to the, to the show. Um, to be perfectly honest, going into night two, I was like, eh, like, you know, the fun was all in night one. Um, I, I had I had concerns about a couple of these matches. I thought Edge and AJ was going to be good from mm. the get-go. Yeah. But everything else was kind of like, eh. Um, and then, but yeah, the, the, oh, actually, no, the women's tag team title match I was actually looking to as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, but it was a very good start. Got me amped. I was like, hell yeah. And then they brought it all back down. Because <laughs> next match <laughs> was Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Oh, my uh, God. Now, Twain, you, you go first, because I know your thoughts on uh, on Omos. So uh, what, what, did you, what did you think? Man, I can't <laughs> stand that dude, eh? Like, he's so rubbish. Like, he just, what a, his, he's just big. Like, honestly, that's the, that's the thing. He's big. But, like, man, that's great Carly-level work, eh? Like, it's not, it's not mm. good. Um, and then I was just like, I was just glad that it was fucking, it didn't take too much time. Like, it was good to see, um, Lashley with the suplex bump, like to finally get someone off, yeah. or almost off his feet. Like, that was cool and everything. But yeah, I just, I'm not a big fan. And then the next night on Raw, how they did the, the turn with MVP, I'm just like, oh, oh my, you know, like, I was just like, man, why are you guys backing this guy so much? Like, if you are working with AJ Styles and you still can't get a good match, man, you trash, man. <laughs> you, you trash. You can't, if you can't, you know, tag team with AJ consistently well, man, you trash. Yeah, I'm, I'm about the same. I, I think I'm not as negative on him as you are. Like, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I don't. He's not. He's not Carly levels for me. Okay. But that being said, Carly was only only that level because he'd been around so long and he barely he could literally hardly walk. Whereas Omos yeah. is is quite young and and hasn't really taken the bumps and shit. Because um, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen clips of of Carly when he first started out, but he could do mm. like he could well to get in the ring instead of his slow step, he would springboard over the ropes mm. and shit. So he's quite athletic. He, he just got yeah yeah. So he just got hurt over time. Whereas Omos is already slow and just starting out. Um, I think, yeah, pairing him with MVP is kind of, giving him a mouthpiece is kind of interesting, I guess. Mm. But it doesn't make sense for MVP. Like, Lashley just beat him. So why? Yeah. Oh, I'm a back this loser. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. It's... But if anyone, if, if MVP can't get him over, he's toast. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because MVP saved Lashley, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin's career. Because, it wasn't looking good yep. for any of those three a couple of years ago, and 
you know, they had a really good run with the Hurt Business. So to this day, I do not know why they broke them up. They were so fucking over. Um, yeah. I just, but yeah, MVP is a magic worker for those guys. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, if, if if he can't do it, then no one can. No one can. Um, I I also one little touch I really like. So so Lashley pinned Omos, uh, pinned, speared Omos from behind. And I don't know if it's because Omos was meant to be turned around and Lashley just went for it anyway. But mm-hmm. I like so, the commentary selling it by saying it's a spear to his kidneys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just, I was just kind of little... thinking, was that a botch or was that intentional? Yeah. I was like, that doesn't look right. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't look right, but they made it work. So, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. the commentary covered yeah. it well. You know, uh, speaking of commentary, like Corey Graves could be MVP for me. Like, he was so good both nights. Like, he was. I've kind of gotten a little bit tired of, of, of the other's shtick, I guess, but he's actually toned it down. He used to be like super heel, like mm. he, would, he would heal on everyone too too much, whereas now like he still has his favorites and shit, um, but he's, he has toned it down. I actually think with this, this Jimmy Smith guy, I think he works really well. Mm. I, I wonder if it was working with uh, Moro because Moro's so over the top that oh, Corey yeah. thought he had to amp it up yeah. as well, maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I do like Corey now. I think he's got nothing on Pat McAfee in terms of, of commentating. I, McAfee's my favorite commentator by far. Oh, 100%. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, Graves, Graves was really good. Even, even Saxton was good. Mm. Like, yeah, Graves yeah. and Saxton together are perfect yeah. tandem yeah. playing off each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the commentary was actually spot on for the whole mania. I thought mm. it, was, it was really solid. All right. Uh, the next match is one that I was curious about, but I thought was going to be dog shit. And it ended up being one, it was the second longest match of of the of night two. And two, it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, the Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn match. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, if if you're not a fan of Jackass, then you probably would have hated this. Mm. Um, I love Jackass. I've, well, you would have been very confused as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why is that guy taking his pants off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's this dwarf? Yeah, who's this dwarf? Shit. Yeah, but oh, it's really just so many fun spots. Like <clears throat> the 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 wee man body slamming Sami uh-huh. Zayn. That's so yeah. good. And yeah. I've seen people pairing up the, the Andre. Um, yeah, I was just going to mention co- that. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And his shirt, I don't know if he did it himself or it was a custom shirt, but it was the WrestleMania logo, but he just, the, some of the letters had blanked out and it just said, we man. We man. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and yeah, the, the big hand as well, um, oh. which is a, a, a skit from Jackass 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that smoking because that took me by surprise. I was just like, what the fuck is <laughs> <Just> smoke? <them." laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of throwbacks to the actual fun jackass stuff. Mm. Uh, I mean, Johnny himself is the wrestling wasn't there. He did pull off a tornado DDT, but I think that was Sami Zayn doing all, all the mm. heavy lifting there. But yeah, Knoxville's not good on the the elbow drops and and all that kind of mm. thing. Um, but it was uh, like I was laughing out loud the whole time i thought it was, <laughs> it was i thought it was really fun highly entertaining eh? and it had no right to be like when you saw yeah. the card you're like this is gonna be a bludger and then like you start yeah. watching and i was just like oh this is great and then you know stuck true if you like you said if you're a jackass fan you 
you know, you see all the things that they brought out and there was a mm. you know, nice little throwback and all that sort of thing. But credit, again, similar to Kevin Owens, credit mm. to Sami Zayn for fucking, yep. you know, making that shit work here. Eh? Because, yeah. you know, if it's someone else, I'm not too sure if that works. But Sami, he made that feud work with his over-the-top shit with the, the cell phone number thing a couple of weeks ago. Yep. My God, yep. I was killing myself with pe- random people ringing him and little kids saying you're trash and yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, he made that fucking feud work you know turning up to the red carpet like he was so good to make sure that feud was over as much as it was yeah sure uh and it then yeah finishing hardcore match that's what yeah. rem- reminded yeah. me of it. Like yeah, yeah classic yeah. old school hardcore match with all the stupid weapons like the cookie tray and the stop oh, the, sign and the all fucking, the, the table with mouse traps mm. on it yeah <laughs> half of them fell off and and were already like um redone like it was so silly when i Um, saw wee man first up like i'm not gonna lie i thought it was um crash holly (laughs) i was like like, what the fuck is crash here yeah that'd be worried i think crash holly's been dead for yeah i yeah i found out (laughs) i found out after he's like dead i was like oh my bad It's like, oh shit, but yeah, no, fuck, it was so entertaining, man. Credit to those yeah. guys for making it work. Yeah, yeah, it just made it really fun. It's it's not something I ever would have thought would would have worked. Or I wonder who thought it was a good idea. I wonder that doesn't seem like a Vince pitch. Bruce Pritchard, I reckon, produced that. Yeah, that's a Bruce yeah. Pritchard type of thing. Like, like he likes all the he likes all the fucking stupid shit. Like, yeah, I think that's would have been one of his babies because he was yeah. the one that did the boneyard match and the. Yeah. Firefly Funhouse a couple years back. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. can see him so doing he's... Yeah, he's into that weird shit. Yeah. Um and that's like I people were I saw people complaining about it because it was silly, but like wrestling's silly. It is. It's like, true in Knoxville. It's meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. meant to be. Like, yeah. You know. What was like, your yeah. expectation? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, like you were expecting like a full on fucking Tokyo <laughs> yeah. Dome yeah. Melt the six star. Yeah. Okada Okada Omega <laughs> yeah. six star match. Tokyo Dome. Oh, like he did way better than I thought he would do. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was really enjoyable. Um, yeah, and, and I think there's there's room for silly. Like we were talking before about how there were no like skits or anything, but mm. like this that's the kind of thing you need is just something that's a little bit fun. Um, yeah, and like like you said, Twain, like full mm. credit to Sammy for really selling it. Mm. <clears throat> Um, next up is a match that I, I don't know, I think I might have been one of the own people that was looking forward to it, mm. the, uh, the, the women's tag team title match, um, which had, yeah, Camilla and, and Zelina, uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, which, um, I, their, their, their entrance attire was, uh, that did things for me. <laughs> um, Naomi and Sasha Banks, and then the random ass team of Natalia and Shayna Baszler. I would have been fine with with Natalia not in it at all. Fucking Shayna Baszler should have just went out by herself. Eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like who needs <laughs> who needs a partner? I do feel sorry for her at times. Oh, Baszler, it's it's crazy she hasn't had a run with the women's title yet. Well, considering mm. what they do with her in NXT, and she was all she's yeah. a fucking killer. Yeah, and she's come up and become an afterthought. It's, yeah, it's insane to me. Um. Yeah, I, I I am a guy who thinks Liv Morgan is is quite underrated. She's mm. clearly improved a lot in the ring. She had mm. some really nice moves in this. Like a the best way I can describe it is like a springboard Russian leg sweep. Mm. Um, she had a couple of really nice moves. Uh, I wanted her to win Money in the Bank last year. 
Yeah, uh, I, th- I, I think she. I think she could have like you could have made the if Ronda didn't come back, like she could have been a candidate for the Rumble. Mm. Like she was getting some momentum yeah. towards the back end of last year and early part of this year. Yeah, yeah, I I really dig her, and I just yeah, I I think she gets not not cast aside because she's getting regular TV time. Mm. Um, but yeah, just I guess. You know, she's she's the one that loses when someone needs to lose type thing. Yeah, um, she could be the next Becky in terms of being a natural push of the crowd again behind her and yeah. like pushing mm. her up like they do with Becky. She's like the, the crowd loves her. Yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, they just need to put her in the right situation for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, the perfect I mean, baby face. Yeah, it, it sounds like um, she's probably going to get smoked by Rhea Ripley in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, which like is, that, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is which is the same. Probably next week when they lose the tag title match. I I yeah. saw something. Destroy it's it. funny that you brought that up. I saw something the other day after Raw that Rhea might be joining Edge and Damien. Yeah. And so I was Edge, like, I was like, yeah, I'm into that. Like if Edge, that ha- happens, yeah, I'm keen. Yeah. Edge himself tweeted. Um. So there's a there was a photo with Rhea standing getting interviewed in that Raw and a purple mm. light behind her. Mm. And then a photo of Edge, uh, and in the ring, I think there was a purple light on Edge. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um, and Edge himself tweeted that out. Mm. Like, okay, it's either he's having fun with the rumors, or, or they're definitely putting happening. some seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, I mean, I don't think Liv, anything's going to happen with Liv soon, but I, I definitely see. I definitely think there's there's potential for her to be that that plucky underdog baby face. Mm. Um, yeah, like like Becky Lynch was before she, you know, became the man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the the match itself was was it was fine. Mm. Uh, I still think Natalia sucks. Like <laughs> I think I think she's horrible. Like obviously technically sound, she's had all the training and all that. That's fine. But I think she's just she's too slow for it now. There was so she does her spot where she like runs and stands on their back and then hits the ropes and then kicks them. Mm. And she actually had to stop and wait because someone fucked up, and uh, uh, it's just bad. It, like, it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fuck off. Honestly, <laughs> I can't stand it. Uh, I think the right team won, even though I would have liked to have seen the belts on on living uh, living rear, mm. um, but mainly because I just like. But fair yeah. enough. Yeah, no, yeah. Naomi and Sasha. I, I think that'll be a fun team, and like like you guys said earlier, like they'll actually put on some good matches. Mm. Yeah, they they are a believable, uh, formidable tag tag team. Yeah, yeah, and and they used to team together back in fuck, I think it was fifteen. It was, it was uh, yeah when Sasha bad. Banks first came up. Yeah, and it was it was, it Tamina, was those two and, and Tamina. Tamina. Oh, yeah. Tamina. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm glad Tamina <laughs> wasn't in here. <laughs> she doesn't quite deserve she's, a mania spot this year. Yeah, she's, no. she's, she's busy uh, with uh, Akira Tozawa. Yeah. <laughs> I've been cracking. I don't know if you guys have been seeing the last couple of weeks uh, speaking about Rhea, but like the way she's been pinning some of these chicks, man. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, seen, I've seen it on Twitter. It's like, man, you know what you're doing, Rhea. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So someone said that and, and Rhea retweeted it with like a the smirking face. So yeah. she, yeah, she definitely yeah. does it on purpose. Some of those some of those pins, man. Fucking Val Venus yeah. would be proud of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, fun fact that I only learned not long ago. Liv Morgan is married to Bo Dallas. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's uh, he's a, he's a lucky man. He's a lucky mm. man. Or, yeah, or he, 
Yeah, I really want to say something about about her settling like lower stats, but no. <laughs> don't really want Barry Bow right now. He doesn't exactly have a job anywhere. Yeah, mm. so I mean, he, you, don't, uh, you don't want the feeling I mean, knocking on your door, man. He was he was a step sure. up from from Enzo, who she was with before Bow. So. Oh Jesus what? Christ! Enzo. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't have good taste in men. Let's be honest. Yeah. Ah, fuck! All he all he had to do was Bow leave. So. Well, weren't weren't <laughs> she's from New Jersey? Think. Yeah. Yes. So yes, yes. yeah, but yeah, yeah. So Enzo sort of yeah, I can't, can't understand Enzo. He'd be like mm. the just like one of the local boys. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess Bo is like the sweet step up from Enzo. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. how she knows. Bo's yeah. a lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred percent. Um, just wanted to touch on it before we move on mm. about Sasha. Mm. Do you think like I know you know this you know I know they won the tag titles in that but. It's been the, you know, she probably last year at Mania, they had one of the, her and Bianca had probably what's considered, you know, one of the best women's matches mm. ever. You know, a lot of people think that mm. they've had a, now definitely in recent, recent memory. Yeah. Yeah. Recent memory. Um, mm. It just seems like, I don't know, they've <clears throat> just put her on the back burner for a bit. Is, or yeah. is it the, it, I don't know. It just it seems mm. weird that someone with that talent, that star level, and, you know, she's crossed over to the mainstream, obviously, with Mandalorian now. Mandalorian, yeah. Um, it just seems like, you know, she's been put on the back burner. I just, yeah. I don't quite understand so, it. How I look at it is that Bianca's sort of taken her spot because Becky Lynch and mm. Charlotte Flair are the top two, and then Ronda mm. Rousey's come along, and she's a draw, and then mm. Bianca's the next draw, so... Those four are the big draw, and that's why they're the main, they're the singles main events. And mm. Sasha's just sat there on the outside, and that's why they've given her Naomi, and they've been the tag champs, and mm. they're basically the next two in line after that because um, Bailey's not around, obviously. Yeah, mm. Mm. it's it's quite interesting because like she, you know, she has got that fucking charisma, like yeah. we were talking about. Um, mm. Yeah, but yeah, I guess at the moment, you know, with those four that you mentioned, you know, she's a bit behind on the picking order. Yeah, so she, she will be a champion again. Like, mm. Just need to get some of these stories out of the way, get Ronda out of the way, and yeah, get Ronda she, gone. She, she should have been in the spot where Ronda is. Mm. She should have. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think the like uh, I think Matt, you alluded to earlier. I think they'll use her and Naomi to sort of elevate these titles a bit. Mm. Because um, they have just been on thrown together teams, and no one gives a shit about like they're full on afterthought. Um, mm. I also Selena and Carmella, like yeah. no one believes them as champions. Yeah, mm. um, and I think she might be the first two-time women's tag team champion as well now, because she had it with Bailey. Yep. Yeah, and now Naomi. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I I'm trying to think if there's someone else. I don't think there's. I think there. Yeah. It could be of how many times that tag title changes hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it feels like it changes constantly. Eh? Like I don't always. think any of us follow it that hard, that strong. No. So. <laughs> no. Uh, we, we could look at the lineage if we want to. <laughs> Bring it up right now. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next match while I'm looking at that. Uh, Edge versus AJ. Uh, mm. This is this is the one I was I was most hyped going into the show. Uh, probably on the whole card. Mm. Um, I was I mean I was I was curious about what would happen with Stone Cold, uh, and I was even though we knew who who Rollins. Um, opponent was going to be i was i was like oh i wonder it would be funny if they did swerve it mm. um yeah but this was the match where i was like yeah this is fucking this is the work rate match. it's gonna be it's gonna be money yeah yeah 
Um, and it was it was the longest match of both nights. Uh, even uh, Cody and Seth was just a little bit shorter. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great match. Like, I don't think I've seen a bad AJ Styles match. Never. And then, you know, Edge is, is still on top of his game, even though he's pretty close to 50. But yeah, it was just it was just a great match. What did what did what were your thoughts, Twain? Um, yeah, no, you you know I I enjoy both guys. You know, Edge has been one of my favorites for many years, and you know I didn't watch a lot of TNA, but mm. I always watched made a point to watch AJ Styles. So I've always been a big fan of his work, even though even when he was in New Japan with the Bullet Club and everything. So yeah, I've been a big fan of these two. Um, just it started a little slow for me. Like it just it took a minute for it to really kick into gear. But then once yeah. it got into gear, that's when it you know started to intrigue me a bit. But I was surprised at the the finish. I didn't think Edge would go over, but I guess now that we know that he's building the stable, it makes sense that you know with the run in mm. of Damian Priest and everything that you know he had to go over and because he'd been giving Styles in the last couple of weeks on Raw like beating the shit out of him and you know doing all this shit and it's usually the book goes if the heel does that to you the baby face will get the win goes you know, over back, yeah yeah it goes over at the pay-per-view but obviously they have to build up this new i guess the new the 2022 the brood i guess they, they're calling mm. i don't know what the fuck they're calling themselves but <laughs> it feels like feels like ages gangrel um yep. Yep. um yep. Uh, getting mad brood vibes with that and damien priest is the new edge um but yeah i'm I thought it was a pretty good match. Just a bit of a slow. It started a little bit slow for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. I saw. Is it Brody King? Yes, I saw yep. that. The other, he yeah. he tweeted out that they were like a a knockoff version of House of Black, and then oh. pretty much everyone in the replies yep. were like, "Ah, oh, House of Black's been pretty disappointing, actually." <laughs> I, I think saw House this of Black did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this tweet and it was you know some AEW mark. He was like, "Oh, uh, Malachi Black and." is on the same level as Edge and, you know, who whoever yeah. else is in the House of Black is the same level. I was like, Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. no. Edge is, like, won every fucking thing in the business, man. Like, what? Yeah. Malachi I, Black? I, yeah. But, yeah, fan, wrestling fans, eh? But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, go, uh, real quick, I'm just going to go back to the, the thing I was talking about before. So, Sasha Banks is a three-time women's tag champ. She held it with Bailey yep. twice. Twice, but yeah. she's not the first three-time champ. The first three-time champ is actually Nikki Cross or Nikki A.S.H. Yep. So she she held mm. it twice with Alexa Bliss and then once with, with Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Mm. So, yeah, there we go. We can move on from that. What do you guys think? What's the next sort of step for AJ? Like, seems after well, this, like, yeah. Does he, he, is he back in the title picture anytime soon? Or? He's he's obviously going to have to feud with Edge for a bit, mm. but you can't have Edge bring in this new stable and then lose. Yes. So AJ's yeah. going to have to take the loss here. I think AJ's done his, you know, he's done his good deed with, you know, bringing Omos up to speed, mm. or, you know, the tag team thing. Mm. Uh, he did the James Alworth shit, although I think he was actually the champ when he was doing that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think he deserves the top run, but it really depends if they're going to bring back a second title or if, if Reigns is literally just going to hold them both until someone beats him mm. uh, and for how long he does that. Yeah, um, AJ's going to be with Edge and Damien Priest looks like his competition. But, yeah. And they're going to build, AJ's going to help build Damien Priest in the main. Yeah. And that's what that's the direction I, I think they're going in. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. He's um, become the... He's become the 
Bret Hart of this current generation. Eh? Like people, you just yeah. chuck him in with someone, and he'll get the best out of that person. And he'll get the best out of them. Yeah, yeah. no yeah, matter if what. You can't get a, if you can't have a good match with with Styles, then you you probably fucked. can't yeah. have a good match. <laughs> yeah. Um, although it's funny, like uh, AJ is kind of I guess the veteran, but he's only like three years older than Damian Priest. Fuck, I was just gonna say Damian Priest. Damian really Priest old. Is, is like forty. <laughs> Yeah, mm. well, he was Punisher Hernandez before that. And yes. that's why that's quite interesting because Edge uh, referenced him being the punishment. Mm. So that ah, quite that's, that's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was um, a reference I, I caught on to. Uh, uh, real quick, the, with the build for Edge, he did a promo where he's like, AJ, WrestleMania will be your judgment day. And he had a scale, and it was the exact scale from when Edge uh headline the pay-per-view judgment day it was yep. the, he, he referenced that poster i was like that's a cool little thing that hardly anyone's going to pick up on yeah, like, I would have missed it, man uh, yeah i would have missed it if it was just if it wasn't all over twitter yeah so, i'm glad yeah. that he's gone away from the beth phoenix into gender tag team thing that he was doing mm. earlier and he's concentrating now on this you know we needed a you know a mm. bad guy edge run because oh, i always I, yeah edge yeah, is he a was better bad so guy much than better as a heel yeah it was much more fun. Yeah. 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 I'm super happy he's he's drawn. Mm. Um and there's potential for him to be the world champion again. Yes. I think he needs to get one more run. I think he needs. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah, man. I have I have my ideas on how that can happen, but we'll leave that for fantasy <laughs> book. <Fantasy later>. <laughs> We're gonna have to just do a whole fantasy book. Fantasy book yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I I have fantasy booking for the main events for WrestleMania next year, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's finish this WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. Um, next one we don't have to spend much time on because no. I mean, me introducing it's probably going to be longer than the match itself. This mm. was meant to be on Saturday night. The they fuck dropped it on Saturday this? night. Sheamus and, and Ridge. Yeah. Sheamus and Ridge Holland beat the New Day uh, in just over a minute. Uh, Sheamus didn't even tag into the match. Um, uh, 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 what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know, like uh, yeah, the, I felt like this was just getting Rich, Kofi. He, on the, I, I'm on like, I'm kind of speculating mm. on the card. Get him a WrestleMania payday. Yeah. You know, I they were they were I loved how they dressed up like Biggie when he mm. won. The, it was when he won the title. That was the gear they were wearing. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I, I'm very surprised that even like even though it was an accident, even though the, like the new day. Uh, tributing Big E. They let the guy who broke Big E's neck go over them and, and squash them. Like, that's... I don't know. I didn't like it. And also, the, the shit with Pete Dunne, I, I refuse to call him Butch. The shit with Pete Dunne, like, someone said he looked like Scrappy-Doo, and I, it's it perfectly... You know, <laughs> let me at him, let me at him. Like, that's that's what he was doing. And it's like, The worst part fuck. is he looks so fucking small as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's not the Pete Dunne from, you know, NXT, where no. he was the bruiser weight, and he was intimidating yeah. and you know he was all oh, this and yeah it's it yeah. sucks that they they just chucked them in here again bad creative man can fuck you yeah yeah no i i hated everything about this man so, i hated it all i i actually i like seamus's stable the the piggy blinders looking <laughs> fuckers uh i don't i don't mind i think it's a good idea for a stable but i hated everything i can't hate seamus man like even I though i it's just one that's because he's been around for so long but two man he's a fucking life member of the nz warriors i can't hate him yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he i saw on his instagram the other day that he was watching the game before the hall of fame and i was like fuck you're the man 
was he? Oh shit, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, he was. He had the game on his phone, and he was, you know, up. Let's go, boys. Thing, and I was like, yeah. oh, you're the man, bro. <laughs> well, he is our. She's used to suffer. Yeah, yeah. Dad. <laughs> true. true. All right. Uh, the next one is uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Mm. Um, this was this was really fun. Like. Pat, obviously, he had two really good matches down in NXT against Adam Cole. Well, one was against Adam Cole. One was a War Games match. Mm. Um, so I think we we sort of had an idea he could go. But I think there were a lot of people that would have been like, what the fuck is this commentator doing? And then, you know, he fucking pulled it out. He was so over yeah, as well. Like, this was the most ridiculously over match. Like, yeah. you compare this to what we saw the night before with Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, and it was just night and day. Like mm. this was so over. I was surprised at how over he was. Yeah, especially same. against Austin Fury. Yeah, like who actually really cares Austin Fury yet? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, they, they, they they both made each other. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. It, it was really enjoyable match too. Like both both guys got their offense in. Um, yeah, I I I, I really liked it. The uh, springboard, the springboard, yeah. um, Shelton Benjamin spot where he yeah. jumps up from the. Bottom so the impressive. Top rope. It's so fucking impressive, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, it was it was a pretty standard match overall, but it was just really enjoyable. And, and, and the yeah, crowd from the entrance, the entrance yeah. on was brilliant. Yeah. Like the whole no, just Dallas straight cow, into it. Cowgirls and that, that was beautiful. Um, I, I liked it when they um I think it was the table spot when he put the mic back on and he was like telling you know he's doing the commentary yeah. while he's <laughs> smacking right. the yeah. shit out of Austin Theory. Yeah. I was like fuck that's cool man. That's yeah, a good at that spot. point I was like I remember the Rock doing that <laughs> in one match. Yeah. He, he's just like uh, the Rock. Oh my god, yeah, he has the Rock's charisma. Just look like the Rock. But he's got the Rock's charisma. You know, ex football player, you know, got the yeah. same sort of physique. Yeah. Um. Also, so with Pat, what I will say, I really like. What he's he's basically revived Michael Cole. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like Michael Cole is like you can tell he's actually enjoying commentary and yeah. And uh, I really liked with the build for this, um, what Michael Cole was doing. Like, you know, how he even said, like, I'm gonna be biased, that's my friend, you know, like all, all that shit, like mm. uh, just just a really little small touches and it was really well done. Mm. And the crowd's yeah. singing along to uh, the Seven Nation Army song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely this match a lot. Mm. Even though it was technically a celebrity match, I, yeah, and but I, I really enjoyed it. And obviously, old uh, old Vince is really high on Pat. Yeah, yeah. You know, to be like, you know what? I'm gonna have a match against you. <laughs> you know, like. Well, even the first interview that Vince has done, and yeah. fucking God knows yeah. how yeah, long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gave it to Pat, and you know, fucking Vince don't really do those interviews much these days. But mm. you know, he gave it to Pat, so that's a big, you know, thumbs up from the chairman. Yeah, yeah. Um, now the 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 McMahon match, I use that term lightly, <laughs> even though it was an official <laughs> match. It was as as pretty bogus. Yeah, what we just yeah. seen. Like I, I kind but, of. It was weird how they started it because mm. our theory hit him in the back, and then. He was sort of like crippled from that, and I was a bit yeah. like, "Why didn't you hit him with a chair?" And then at least it's more believable. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then if yes. he hit him with a chair, and then Vince does lariat, then it makes sense. But yeah. he was just in the back after he's faced this guy for the last yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't make yeah. any sense. Nah. When I saw the shirt come off, I immediately thought, "Please don't sweat tear your quads like you did at the Royal." <laughs> Please, I just you know, and then we saw obviously the the bump that he took. Oh, fuck, I hope his quads are still together, man. Like shouldn't. <laughs> You don't be taking bumps at that age, Vince. 
Yep. We, we do need to talk about that moment. That was a fantastic <laughs> moment where he's taking his jacket off and you're just like, what the fuck is about to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the like, anticipation oh, around it. Yeah. And then he rips the shirt off and he's got the single underneath. It's like, yeah. oh my God, is this actually going to happen? Oh my God. And even, the... even Michael Cole, he's like, why is there a ref in there? What's the ref doing? <laughs> exactly. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, we we can't disrespect the greatest ECW champion of all time, man. Come on, <laughs> do rag Vince. <laughs> um, yeah, and so the uh, the the match itself, yeah, bleh. Um, but then Austin comes out, and we get yeah. some really fun moments. We uh, get our nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, McMahon taking the worst stunner in the history of stunners. Yeah. Like it oh. was so bad that even Austin couldn't not laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he started pissing himself laughing. Um, oh, I didn't mention uh, Byron Saxton selling the the stunner and after night one, oh. he sold it really good. Uh, and right. then, yeah, and then yeah, night two. So uh, Austin Theory's sell was amazing. It was like a rock level oversell. <laughs> Fuck, it was the wickedest so oversell. I think that was a tribute to Scott Hall, similar yeah. to how Scott. Yeah, mm. yeah, Scott Hall's got my favorite stunner sell of all yep. times. Jumping up in the air and fall <laughs> yeah. down. But I also love Pat McAfee's sell with yes. the beer. Yeah, he's drinking like, beer. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, pause for a minute, spew the beer out, and then fell over. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, mm. and and then yeah, the the there's now a gif all over Twitter with with Pat McAfee lying on the ground yeah. pouring beer into his face. <laughs> so <laughs> good, so good. So that was a, a fun way to end that. Uh, and then we go into the main event, which is being sold as the what, what were they calling it? The greatest WrestleMania match of all time, or the mm. biggest? Something like that. Something, something like that. Yeah, when it takes all something. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know where you guys fell on it, but I was very underwhelmed. No, hundred percent. I count how many moves it was. Nine total. Nine. Yeah, yeah nine. Sounds, someone sounds listed right. it. Someone listed uh, yeah. it. Yeah, there was there was a spear. There was a Superman punch. German suplex. A German suplex, an overhead suplex, a F5. Um, Kimura. I think it was Kimura. Kimura. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, um, what else? The runner. Outside of spears and Superman punches. It did something. Yeah. So uh, far, I'm up the circus, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah but... it, it was, it was, it was, um, remember the Goldberg Lesnar matches and they were like five minutes long? This yeah. one was 12 of that, it was, but it was, yeah. it was, it was the same type of match, but twice as long. Yeah, mm. and they repeated things, which yeah. didn't make any sense. Do you think, think that's injury-related? I wonder if it was, if, if that Reigns injury is legit, mm. then, then maybe. Because Yeah, why would you be make it so short? Because also the show ended about 10 months earlier. Yes. You didn't know. So when mm. it ended earlier, I was like, oh, is The Rock turn up? That was all like my yeah. thing. Was like, yeah, oh, yeah. The Rock must be turned up. That's why they finished like early. And no, no. So that was the also part of the disappointment, I think. Yeah, because there, there was a bit on the camera where Rain said, my arm's out, my arm's out. And mm. it's like, oh, he's just selling it. But then, yeah, exactly. yeah you've seen the yeah. pictures afterwards, and it's like, it's blowing oh, up, yeah. Maybe it's out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his arm's out. See, I just assumed that was all part of the work. Yeah. Because mm. he, he did sell that afterwards when he was lifting the other both yeah. titles up. The left arm was more of a challenge. Yeah. 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 But I'm, mm. I'm curious to see if it's legit or not. Um, mm. Yeah. Yes. So, and it, if it, it felt short, put it that way. It um, did. It felt very short for the the biggest match ever. And we've seen yeah. like Lesnar work better matches with, with like John with, Cena with Reigns. Yeah. Even with yeah. Reigns. Like, he's had great matches with Reigns in the past. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know who the agent was for this match, but I really like I feel like they really missed like Arn. I think it was I think it was Joe Arne Buck. Anderson. Yeah, I think well, it was I, Joe Buck, the guy who retired. Okay. Yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure he did this match and Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, so he did not oh, have a good God. weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, Arn would have been perfect in this kind yeah. of match, man. Arn was the best agent they ever had. Oh yeah, he used to do all the John Cena main events, and so yeah, that they yeah. were interesting. Mm. Um, I always crack up at when Lesnar has a ma- his facials always crack me up. Like when he had the Kimura lock on, and you there's a his face screen. Was purple. It is purple, yeah. but but he's like like his facials are just like his eyes are popping out of his ears, and it's just like he's got the most ridiculous facials I've ever seen. Like, and but it's it's funny to me. Yeah, it, it wasn't the greatest match ever. Let's put it that way. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Um, it was it was Michael Hayes and Pat Buck who produced the main event. Oh God, Michael Hayes. <laughs> yeah, Michael Hayes. Um, and Jamie Noble was the sole producer for the McAfee Austin Theory. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tyson Kidd did all the women's matches except for the Rousey uh, uh, Charlotte one. Ah, oh, perfect. The you know, Tyson Kidd was. I was. He's he's, he's highly he's highly um regarded yeah. as a as a mm. producer, eh? Yeah. yeah, he's uh, he does he's, quite a few of the women matches. Yeah. yeah, I loved him with um when he used to wrestle when you wrestled with Cesaro as a tag team. Fuck, I, that tag team, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, sweet. Oh, uh, what was the guy's match of the night for night two? Ooh, I'll probably go. For me, I'll probably go the McAfee match just because mm. how fucking electric the crowd was. Mm. Yeah. Um, the same, same because the just, crowd, the crowd you, made that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I agree. Um, um the edge AJ was good. And the, the two tag team match, good. Mm. Uh, not, not, not the new day one, the two tag title matches were good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. yeah, but I, I think McAfee in theory just was just so much fun, told a good story. You know, it's like McMahon, even though the build was a bit odd, but you know McMahon with his prodigy, and then mm. there's this commentator, and yeah, no, nah, it was it was really well done. Do you guys <laughs> like Austin Theory? I do. I think he's got a really good look. Okay. Um, I liked him. Yeah. I think NXT. he's a great heel. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a fantastic heel. Like, uh, um, he's booked perfectly because he's too damn good looking. I'm not going to cheer for him. Okay. So uh, he's booked perfectly that way. Like. Uh, give you an example, Sami Zayn. He should be booked the exact same way, but he's booked as a babyface. I don't want to mm. cheer for Sami Zayn. He's too mm. damn yeah. good. Oh, it's not Sami Zayn. Sami Guevara. He's yeah. too damn good looking. Gotcha. Don't yeah. care about. Him. Yeah, like, fair. That's fair. Um, he got. He gives me like. Oh, I don't want to disrespect him, but like getting a lot of Rick Rude vibes with the way how yep. healer she is. You no, know, that's I feel like that'd be a that's compliment. That's yeah. exactly what he should be. Yeah, because something like that. Good looking, too good looking. You know, you should all ab- admire me. <clears throat> I'll steal your woman. All the guys want to be me. Perfect. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what he should be. Yeah, and start calling, start calling women fat hogs and shit. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I, 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 I don't think, think you can get away with that nowadays, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not, but pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, well, that wraps up. Uh, that wraps up the WrestleMania 38. But we'll uh, real quickly smash through our, our top ten. Uh, mania so how we'll do it um yeah we'll each just our list our number 10 then our number nine and so on and so on mm. uh and then if we got any double ups we'll sort of save our thoughts for when we get to it on our list i think will be the the best way to to go about it 
Um, now, yeah, so Matt, you're the, again, you're the, you're the first time guest. So how about you go first? What is your number 10? So my number 10 is one of the earlier manias, which is the only manias in the single digits I actually have on my list. And it's number five, which ends Interesting. with the Hogan and Savage main event. Um, that's the and, the explosion of the mega powers. Is that yep. that one? And that that's and I and that is actually a seven, eighteen minute match, believe it or not, which was long than I Fuck. Hogan, and, eh? Longest yeah, Hogan yeah, match yeah. ever. <laughs> oh, I actually think the Ultimate Warrior match next the next uh, uh, mania was longer, but for these two it was quite quite a good story because it was a story which went through the entire year and this is yeah. one of the best stories that WWE has ever told, especially mm. early on time period but there's yeah. other fun matches earlier earlier on there's um there's a lovely Brutus the Barber beef beefcake versus uh Ted DiBiase um even though it ends up in a double count out it's still a good match you got Mr. Perfect versus the Blue Blazer which, which is it's on hard, isn't it yep yeah. yep and you got Jake Roberts versus Andre the Giants and you got the Heart Foundation versus Greg Valentine and the Honky Tonk Man I think Yo. they were like Blues and, and and country connection, wherever they were at that time, and you got Rick Rude versus the Ultimate Warrior, which somehow Rick Rude got a nine-minute match out of the Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental um, <laughs> title, <laughs> which I was the most that was the most surprising. And it went over to... it was like, you got nine fucking yeah, you got nine minutes out of the Ultimate Warrior. Wow, uh, yeah, that's what, so, that must have been when Jim Helwig was impressionable. He wasn't yeah, trying to yeah, you know book yeah. himself in sixty-second <laughs> squatches. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was just a fun nostalgic um, early on WrestleMania. I thought, yeah, yeah, King Haku versus Hercules early on. Bobby Heenan's throughout. He's a manager throughout it. And of all the early WrestleManias, this was like the one I looked at and went, yeah, I, I watched I watched them all. And this is mm. one which I thought, yeah, that's a fun card. So add this to the list. Mm. Nice. Now this is that's one I've there's a handful I haven't seen. I didn't get through all of them. Uh, and a lot of the earlier ones are the ones I missed. I sort of went through and prioritized ones where I liked the look of the card. Uh, but this is one I, I just missed. Uh, I'm not huge on Hogan, so even though I love Savage. Uh, yeah, Savage yeah. is my actual favorite all-time wrestler. But, uh, yeah, I, I skipped this one. Um, but I'll, I'll probably go back to it and, and check it out. Cause so it, yeah, it, this one or four, we're, we're going to end up on my list, and I chose this one over four. Four is the yeah. one where they have the tournament and the Savage ones at the end. Yeah, yeah. Sa- that one I wanted, I wanted to watch. I just ran out of time because Savage has like three matches in that one, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not fantastic because they have the tournaments and all the matches mm. are really short. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's just the end of a Savage actually one. But then Hogan comes out and steals a spotlight anyway. As as, as as he does. Always does. <laughs> as he does. Fucking Hogan. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, Twain, got any thoughts on Mania Five? Uh, no, I did catch the rick rude ultimate warrior that's why i was cracking up so hard because it was like yeah. fucking rick rude's a miracle worker like mm. fucking getting that much time out of jim was like so underrated underrated man like and then the like you guys said the the combination of the main event you know from the year you know long-term booking so yeah nah 100 that's a valid choice uh twain what's your number 10 <laughs> so I had a struggle with this, with this between this one and another mania, but mm-hmm. I went with uh, WrestleMania um, in Toronto. Um, really, you could say it's like a transitional year because obviously they just, you know, maybe a year ago they bought the, you know, WCW and all that. So mm. you're starting to see a lot of guys that were in WCW filter their way into the 
um into the promotion but yeah there was like some really you know some really really underrated matches on here but despite the big one that we all you know everyone still talks about to this day with the hogan and rock one um i thought the austin and scott hall match was pretty underrated even though the build-up to the match was a bit was a bit funky but like you guys mentioned earlier with the scott hall and that's, the, cells. That's the, the famous cell yep yeah the, the stunner cells um i really really enjoyed the 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 fuck what? The main event with Triple H and Jericho, I thought that was a pretty, you know, good, well-told story. And probably my favorite match of the card was the uh, Undertaker and Ric Flair match. Like, the build from it. Like, him going to the fucking, to the NXT at the time, I don't know what it was called, the Performance Center. OVW or whatever? Yeah, OVW, sorry. Yep, OVW. And then he finds David Flair and he smashes the shit out of him. To force yep. Ric Flair to fucking have a match and, with them and beats up Arn Anderson, yeah, Arn Anderson as well. Yep, yep. And then Arn Anderson, you know, makes an appearance at the match and does the spine buster on takeoff. What fuck? That was, it was awesome. Like even like uh, Christian's match with the, I think it was the European title, and he's like having yep. his little whinge at oh, the, 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 the tantrum at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tantrum. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. To yeah, me. he's against DDP in that one. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's just like these heaps of little matches on there that you know people might forget, but I really enjoyed the 18 card yeah nice um this is one uh i there's a few matches i don't remember i watched it a long time ago but mm. obviously the rock hogan sticks out there was yeah. uh even though obviously the work rate wasn't really there but the crowd was so hot for it Fuck. electric uh, yeah um yeah uh, the take a take a flare match i remember being quite good uh and then yeah stone cold and scott hall because mm. i yeah i love scott hall so that's the other one that sticks out to me but yeah the the card looks really good i didn't revisit this one though so there's there's a few i don't remember it's cra- it's funny here because like like you mentioned the hulk uh the rock and hulk match and then they have the women's title match straight after yeah. that yeah and everyone oh. forgets about that yeah no one talks about that they all talk about triple h following it and it's like yeah. no, it's actually a match after and fucking jazz defeats uh trish and leader in the yeah. triple threat match I, mm. I love jazz man her and Rodney Mack were my... Oh, know, Rodney the, the, yeah. <laughs> When Teddy Long was managing them, those, yep. were, <laughs> those were my guys, man. <laughs> Sweet. Um, my number 10 uh, is a, a fairly recent one. It's actually from 10 years ago. Mm. WrestleMania 28. Yep. Uh, this is the one that was billed once in a lifetime that uh, didn't age well only 12 months later when mm. they did it all again. <laughs> um but yeah the 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 rock cena match was was actually pretty solid mm. uh for like half for, an hour long yeah, yeah yeah and there's there's times where the rock looked fucked yeah and and cena sort of dragged him to a solid match um uh, the punk versus jericho match was great i really liked the the set the the stadium it, it gave it a big feel even though now they're all in stadiums but um Punk's entrance, there was the the way the camera zoomed out and there were all the fireworks from behind. And mm. it, it was just, it was a really nice touch. Um, there was a big tag team match I didn't give a fuck about. Uh, big Show beat Cody Rhodes for the Intercontinental title. I didn't care about that. Uh, I liked Sheamus beating Daniel Bryan in 18. That was after the AJ um, Lee A lot of people did. Yes. Mm. Yeah, he kicks him and pins him. Um, that was the start of Daniel Bryan's uh, research. Like, 
because throughout a lot of the matches, because this this is basically a three match card, yeah. Um, yep. And throughout the filler matches, so the the Kelly Kelly and Maria Menounos one, the the big tag team one, uh, even Kane and Randy Orton, they're they're chanting for Daniel Bryan the whole time. Mm. Mm. The, the, this was the one where yeah, it this started. Was the, it. The, this was the start of of Daniel Bryan's rise to stardom, to superstar. Mm. Um, so I, I like that. I think it was a, a necessary sort of thing. I don't know if they envisioned that's what was going to happen, but it's what happened. Mm. Um, my favorite match on the card is, is the Undertaker Triple H Hell in a yeah. Cell. Hundred uh, percent incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. So good. And yes, probably the greatest near fall of all time. Yeah. When when the sweet chin music into the pedigree. Yep. I remember and, the first time I watched that, I thought it was done. I thought Triple H was winning. Yep. Mm. No, the streak was over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, was shocked. That is my favorite near fall ever yeah. in wrestling, I think. Can so, you imagine the I the IWC if Triple H was the <laughs> one to end the streak? The streak. Fuck yeah. the golden <laughs> shovel jokes would never stop. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's a it's a three match card, but yeah. those three matches are really fucking good. So mm. yeah. Do you guys feel like I'm just just because I'm looking at the card now? Do you guys, in your opinion, do you feel like the championship should be the main event? Yeah, and I, I think that was uh, yeah. part of the issue with, with CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. Um, he never, I, I, I didn't realise until yeah. I rewatched this one yesterday. Uh, Chris Jericho never made a WrestleMania either. Mm. So it, it kind of, you know. Yeah. That, I, I, think, I guess a lifetime. You kind yeah. of have to put that on last. Yeah, of course. Uh, 100%. And they built Just, it for the whole year. Mm. Yeah. 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 So you, okay. you sort of have to put that on and it, last. And it didn't need the title. Um, but either. yeah, I... No. No, the next year it didn't need the title. Mm. Um, or you could have had... I saw someone suggest... I can't remember who it was, but that it could have been a triple threat with CM Punk and it would have freshened it up a bit. And yeah, I thought that was... like I thought that would have been a, a good way to do it. Well, you think about that time, yeah. he was on a historic run with the title. Yeah, yeah, he broke, broke the, the, broke modern, the record. record. Yeah, and like, I think I remember hearing on that famous podcast he did, he said he didn't care if hmm. he got pinned in 10 seconds or whatever it was. You know, he doesn't care as long as he was in the main event. That was one of yeah. his big hang-ups. But, yeah. you know, Vince obviously didn't see him as the, in the same light as those other two. So, yeah, yeah. just... What are, you know, what are your guys' thoughts about the championship being last yeah. or not? Yeah, I, I think, normally I think it should be, but I think there are exceptions. I think the Rock yeah. and John Cena is probably an exception. Maybe mm. not the second Rock and John Cena, but the first one, definitely. Okay, cool. All right, sweet. Matt, what's your number nine? Uh, WrestleMania 20, which is the one which ends with the moment of Benoit and yeah. Eddie Guerrero hugging each other. Both have won their respective championships. And that moment of them two from these two guys from WCW who were the workers in WCW rising up. Benoit like won their title there before he left, literally the day before he left. But for yeah. them both to be recognized in the WWE at that stage after everyone else had left. This was obviously 19 was the last year with um, both Austin and and um, and The Rock together. So this was a transition for the WWE into a completely different era. And mm. to put their trust in Eddie and Chris Benoit, yeah, it was pre court that time for someone who loved both of them. Um, mm. And like Eddie versus Kurt Angle, that finish is iconic. Ooh. 
where he loses where he takes off his where he loses his boot because he unties earlier on and gets the gets yeah. the pin. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. Uh, there's even uh, a fun moment with uh, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar where the crowd turns on both of them because they're both beaten <laughs> off yes. the special guest referee, yep. which is still entertaining to go back and watch. You've got a Evolution, which is Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair versus The Rock and Sock Connection. You've got another Christian as the third match against Chris Jericho this time. Uh, you got Cena and Big Show opening the opening the show with I think it's I believe it's Cena's first ever title for the US yeah. title he won. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. So that's that, that's the start of his run. Um, and yeah, so it's it's quite a deep card and it's got entertaining. There's a crap <laughs> Undertaker Kane match which isn't their best one, mm. but that's second from the top. But yeah, and there's even a, even a decent women's um, world championship match for Victoria Molly Holly which gets a whole five minutes. Mm. Molly Holly, that's the one where she shaved her head, eh? Afterwards, uh, could be, yeah. I, I think, I think, remember. I feel like it was a hair. She had, to, it was a hair versus title. Uh, I'm just bringing up the case. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, hair versus title. Good memory. Mm. It's um, interesting that card, because eh? like mm. you look at it, and at the time, you know, it's too, like Matt said, two workers that you know you wouldn't necessarily think that Vince, that's his, that's his type of guy, you know. Mm. Um, but at that time, those two were undeniable. Like Benoit coming off the Rumble, um, when you know being one of the only few guys that were number one to last the whole damn thing, um, and then Eddie at that No Way Out with him and Brock, which is I still think is one of the best matches ever. That mm. No Way Out main event. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting to look back at that time and just be like Vince trusting you know two smaller guys that are more about work rate rather than you know who he ends up trusting like your triple h's or your uh john cena or any of that sort of type of character it's just really interesting to go back and see that vince at that time was you know trusting those two mm. yeah no I, I agree um i think actually kurt angle was on the record of saying this is his favorite match he ever was in as well oh fuck kurt angle yeah. so good yeah uh, yeah uh i i like Brock Lesnar flipping the crowd off as well at the end of the match. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, so good. Um, yeah, I, I remember the Christian and Chris Jericho match. That was uh, the. It started with them betting on who could bang Trish or Lita. That's right. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's and right. then it ended with Trish turning on Chris Jericho. Yep. Mm. yep. Yeah. Um, one thing when I Christian, the lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just looking at the card. I forgot that Rob Van Dam and Booker T were tag team champs. Yeah, yeah same yes. until I looked at the card earlier yeah. in the week. I didn't didn't remember that whatsoever. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, that that, that one really surprised me. Mm. Uh, and then yeah, so John Cena. This is still rapping John Cena. I I really loved rapping John Cena. This um, still baby face. Oh, I think yeah. he's baby face stage by the time. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, and then, yeah, him, you know, hitting hitting the AA on on Big yeah, Show. Yeah. Uh, two, I think he hit two AAs in this one. Mm. Uh, yeah, nah, good. Uh, it's a good card. This one just missed my list. Mm. I have I have this a bit higher up yep. my list. Yeah, you know, being a big Eddie and Chris fan at the yeah, time, yeah. so that's that's, that's pretty much hard. Yeah. yeah, nice. Um, oh, what was your number nine, Twain? Yep. So I had a, another recent one. Um, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 31, um, yep. outdoor. Uh, I think if you look back at that card, it's pretty underrated. Like the ladder match with the IC title, uh, Daniel Bryan sort of, mm-hmm. you know, coming 
back from the injury. That's a pretty cool, um, you know, little story. Um, Seth and Randy having that real good match and that ridiculous RKO spot. Um, and then, you know, a couple hours later, he cashes in his money at the back at WrestleMania. Like, no one's ever done that before, cashing it in at the main event of WrestleMania. And then him mm. winning the title was fucking awesome. Um, the only gripe I have with it is probably the Sting and Hunter match. I feel like Sting should have went over. That, you know, that should have been his moment because that they built it up for so long that Sting was here. They, you know, got him and Triple H in the ring from Survivor Series the year before. And then it just felt a little bit flat when, you know, obviously Hunter pulled out the golden shovel one more time. Um, all the run-ins as well. Yeah, all the run-ins, you know, seeing Well, walk-ins, walk-ins, yeah. Definitely walk-ins. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just, to me, it was, yeah, I, I don't, that's the only gripe I have. But, mate, like, Seth Rollins, like, that was his shining achievement. That was, like, the moment where the company said, here you go. This is this is all yours. Mm-hmm. You know, you here's the ball. Run with it. So, yeah. It's, and plus, I've always enjoyed, you know, outdoor WrestleManias. I don't know why. Um, it just feels like it's, you know, it's a it just feels big if it's an outdoor setting for me. I don't know why that is, but just me. Nice. Um, I've got this one higher up on my list, so I'll, I'll mm. save my thoughts until until then. Yeah. Um, but you did forget to mention that Rusev came out to his match in a fucking tank. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. When he was doing the Russian gimmick, yeah, yeah, Dude, with Jeff Lana, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. So yeah, fuck yeah, uh, yeah. This one, this one is 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 higher on my list. So mm. I'll save my th- thoughts for then. Uh, my number nine is WrestleMania 21. <laughs> WrestleMania mm. goes Hollywood. That was the whole tagline for it. Um, yeah, it's just uh, this was sort of the the passing of the torch. Mm. Uh, John Cena beating JBL for the the WWE title. Batista beating Triple H for the World Heavyweight title. This uh, the Batista storyline came from the implosion of uh, Evolution with the mm. famous thumbs down um, yeah. promo that Batista did. Uh, I think it was after was he after he won the rumble and Triple H was trying to convince him to go for the other yep. title. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. Uh, cool Undertaker match with Randy Orton. Uh, that Ray whole versus, feud, that yeah. whole year they feuded, yeah. like from WrestleMania. I think right up until I think the next WrestleMania they faced again. Like they feuded the whole entire year, which was insane. Like that's mm. long term, you know, booking again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so and uh, the the John Cena one came from a, a tournament mm. uh, where John Cena finished the, the final match before the the title match was he beat Kurt Angle. Mm. Um, yeah, and then Ray Ray versus Eddie is always good. Uh, Edge yeah. winning Money in the Bank. Um, was it the first Money in the Bank? I think. Yes. Yeah. I think was, it was. Yeah. 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 So it's Jericho, ben, uh, Shelton, Benoit, Christian, and, and Kane. Kane. Fuck! Why is Kane in there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, underrated match on that uh, as well as Kurt and Sean. Yeah, I was just they about went to mention that bonkers, one. man. That match goes. Yeah. That goes so hard. That match. Yeah. Uh, is it, there's a sumo match. I don't. I don't know why that's there. There's mm. a minute long. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, my one of my favorite moments from that mania was um, even though I don't personally like him, but the Muhammad Hassan thing with Hogan when Hogan came out and saved Eugene. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't tell you, like, 
how fucking disgustingly, you know, people hated Muhammad Hassan. Like, fuck. Everyone hated that man's guts. Yeah, and he was just yeah. speaking the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was 2005 yeah, America. The, so yeah. it was very yeah. post 9 11. Yeah. 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 Also, the crazy thing, though, is Muhammad Hassan, like, the guy who plays him is literally American. He's mm. like, he Mark was, he was just, Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a dude from Detroit. And instead of just changing his character, they just fired him. Yeah. <laughs> like, then Muhammad Hassan is gone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it's, if, if, I remember watching the Pritchard pod about it. Mm. They actually were booking him to win the world heavyweight title until yes. that happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was going to have a long run with the title. And then, yeah, obviously, yeah. The London bombing shit happened and the plans went down the toilet. Yep. Uh, how how unlucky. Like the, mm. uh, you know, like about to get the push of a lifetime. Mega then, heel, man. Yeah. Mega heel. And then shit beyond your control happens and yeah. you are a scapegoat basically. Like I I can't remember any heel prior or since that's had like that kind of heat. Probably like Sergeant Slaughter when he became the Iraq mm. sympathizer. Yeah. Like, probably only that like yeah, i can't no, remember anything else no one on wwe yeah um, massive heat the the closest the closest the closest stuff tried it's rusev but it didn't work mm. it was too yeah it was too of a corny old mm. and probably comic. probably the only one i can think of off the top of my head even though she wasn't a wrestler was probably like vicky guerrero the excuse me shit yep uh, yeah yep. oh shit yeah she had uh, heat yep yeah. yeah um cool go away heat Yes, <laughs> uh, I, I I would say I mean, it's not from a f- evil foreigner perspective, but Champa had some legit heat at NXT. Yes, but he'd come out with no music. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, it, it's I, it's not on the same level. No. Uh, sweet. So what are we up to, uh, Matt? What's your number eight? Uh, so WrestleMania 28, which we've already yep. discussed. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, l- like I said, already. Uh, Love it because of the uh because of the the main events yeah yeah mm, perfect yeah. three three match card yeah but those three matches are so oh, good oh yeah and the the, the yeah the, the the Hell in the Cell matches my I think that's my favorite wrestling match yeah mm. yeah yeah uh, Michaels was so brilliant as the yeah. as the referee he's he, yeah. he helps sell it all like him in the corner just going what the hell have I just done almost like ruining everything it's so brilliant yeah. Mm. Yeah, sweet. Uh, Twain, what's your number eight? Um, bit of on, this one's a bit on the older side. Yeah, I went with uh, WrestleMania ten. Um, yep. famous ladder match with Sean and Scott Hall or mm-hmm. Razor Ramon at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the that you that started the whole fucking you know ladder match thing. That was you know still considered to this day probably the best ladder match of all time um it was it's it's amazing like the it's one of the best matches wrestlemania matches of all time and it you know it barely mm-hmm. gets its you know obviously it's due mm-hmm. and whatnot um another underrated match i thought was the ah oh, fuck what was, oh hang on let me just pull up the card just give me a few seconds you think of the hey. other match yes yeah Owen, 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 yes absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant storytelling you know the, the brother versus brother story never gets bloody old you know it, long-term booking you know it's perfect um and, and then owen wins it owen wins it yeah like and if he, you and the perfect yeah. part is when brett wins the end of the night owen comes out into the ramp where everyone's celebrating with brett and he's just looking at into the ring 
yeah. everyone with bread on, on his shoulders. Mm. It's perfect. Um, I know a lot of people that shit because of what he did prior to this match, but I did enjoy the Yokozuna and Lex Luger championship match um, with Perfect as the special guest referee. Mm. Like I, I know he's got some fucked up takes nowadays, but I still enjoy watching Jim Cornette, the way he acts. Like, yep. and he's just perfect heel manager. Um, and yeah, I just, I think it was, it was just a great match. And then, yeah, yeah, obviously the ladder match is probably the highlight of the whole show. And then I think this was Randy's last match before he took off to WCW or like last WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Versus Crush. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And then, and the underrated one was, you know, another one is um, Bam Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Bam Bam Luna, yeah. <laughs> Luna versus Doink and Dink. <laughs> that, that's just, again we talk about comedy matches before but yeah that match always cracks me up yeah um so this is actually my number eight as well mm. uh and yeah like you, you touched on owen versus brett one of the best opening matches in mania history it probably is yeah i was just i yeah i off the top of my head i can't think of another one so it, yeah. it probably is um yeah razor ramon Shawn michaels ladder match is another great one uh, Yokozuna did really well in the like two two big long, matches for 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 mm. a big dude like because he's huge here mm. um, and he has two long matches like Goldberg can't even go five minutes now yeah uh, and Yokozuna went a total of twenty four minutes I mm. believe the story is though he went home earlier with the Bret Hart match oh yeah yes. he got too tired yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he did he did he did actually look a bit tired at the end of that that does that does check out um. Yeah, I, I love Randy Savage. The the rules in the Falls Count Anywhere match was weird. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Because it was like you, you pin them outside but then and then they have, up back in they the have ring, 60 yeah. seconds to get back in the ring. So I've there's one point where Savage... Before, yeah, right. yeah, so Savage hits an elbow drop. Instead of pinning him in the ring, he pushes Crush out of the ring and pins him out of the ring. So instead that of three no seconds, he has 60 <laughs> seconds. And it's like, what are you doing? Um, so does he like tie him up in the back at the end of it? Yes. Yeah, but it, it's really funny because as soon as he leaves, the rope unties and he and he just plonks on his head. Because <laughs> yeah, he's got to hang him upside down, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, men on a mission versus the Quebec. Yeah, was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, is still wrestling. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. In in Ring of Honor, I believe. Mm. Uh, I think he's now an Impact. He might, oh yeah, yeah. As, he, as PCO. When, when Ring of when Ring of Honor closed, he went to Impact, but he's also in GCW as well as PCO. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, he must be like mid fifties now or something, and he's like he's still full time wrestling. Yeah, he uh, doesn't also, do much. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes one. sense. Makes sense. Um, also, yeah. the the fun thing I was like, that manager looks really familiar. It was fucking Raven. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Polo. Polo. Yeah, Johnny Polo. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell? He looks so familiar." And then I saw his face. I was like, "Holy shit, that's Raven." Mm. So yeah, so, this this is a really fun card. I I that, really enjoyed this. That taxi match. It's funny that you mentioned that. I just had a thought back because it's the Quebecers are the Rougeau brothers, obviously. Yeah. Um, Jacques was the one that infamously punched Dynamite Kid in the mouth and broke all his teeth. Oh, uh, shit. yeah. I didn't know that one. Um couple i was during some there's been some pranks that had gone wrong and jacques just said i've had enough put his uh, the story goes had a bag full of coins waited for dynamite kid to turn up and then bop all the teeth come out yeah <laughs> um also uh real fun is that the future tag team 
uh, WCW tag team of Chronic both appeared on this card. Uh, Brian Adams was Crush, and then oh, uh, Brian Clark uh, was Adam Bomb, who got squashed by Earthquake for I don't know <laughs> what reason. Yeah. So, 35 yeah. seconds. 35 seconds, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even realize that until just now when I'm looking at the card. I was like, hey, that's uh, that's fucking crush. Uh, chronic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that was that was my number eight as well. Uh, Matt, what's your number seven? Uh, one we've already talked about, WrestleMania 18. Mm. So we've already gone over that. We've got the lovely Hogan Rock, and that's really the that's the thing you remember the most from that. And also, obviously, mm. Undertaker Ripley. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, Twain, you're number seven. Yep. Um, we're again, another mania that we already pretty much spoke about. I uh, had WrestleMania 20 here. I've already, you know, mm-hmm. sort of said to you guys my affinity for Guerrero and Benoit at the time. So, yeah, yeah. that was my, my nice. seven. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, my number seven is WrestleMania 26. Mm. Um, there's a really good Jericho versus Edge match. Uh, the Rey Mysterio versus Punk. Um, they yep. actually had quite a really good feud. Uh, where if Mysterio lost, he had to join Straight Edge Society. Um, and it would eventually lead to CM Punk having to shave his head. And then mm. he had a really cool fucking mask. It was it was really good. Uh, this is also had the match that ended. Uh, there was the blow off of of Legacy. Yep. Uh, Randy Orton versus Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase. Uh, the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. This was their first Oof. match, I believe. So uh, good. This is their second. This is twenty six. Twenty five. Yeah, their first match. No, so you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. This right. is the retirement so, match. Actually, retirement. Yeah, this is, this, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this is the better one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's that, and then yeah, John Cena versus Batista. Um, this that ended uh, that went with a with a pretty long feud as well, where. Yeah. Batista would end up losing a last man standing match by being fucking duct taped to the the corner of the oh, ring, yeah. and then and then he would he would quit, and then he wouldn't come back until another WrestleMania that features further up in my list. Mm. Um, uh, Triple H and Sheamus had a pretty fun match, and then the Money in the Bank match, uh, Jack Swagger won, which was, but <laughs> it was a it was a pretty good lineup. But Kane's in here again. <laughs> Why is Kane yeah. in these Money yeah. in the Bank he's matches, a, man? He can't, he does um, that, can't even do that stupid clothesline that he used to do all the time. <laughs> he landed on his knees. He can't even do it. Um, so, yeah, Jack Swagger won, but there's uh, Christian, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, uh, Evan Bourne, uh, Kane, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. So this was a 10-man ladder Money in the Bank match. So probably too many people. So you Too many. Uh, you could have got Kane out of there and, and one of the other ones. Mm. Uh, um, and yeah, it would have been really good. But I remember there was there was quite a few big spots. Uh, Matt Hardy took a big bump onto onto you know how they have the ladder horizontal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know someone's going to get fucked up on it. And it was it was Matt Hardy. Evan Bourne took a big bump. Uh, he also did a shooting star press off the ladder onto someone. I think is yeah. It, I remember it being pretty chaotic, but but fun. So yeah, it's a it was a um it was a fun card all up. And then yeah the what was Shawn Michaels' last match? I think it loses a little bit now that he came back for a Saudi match. Mm. But it was it was quite rare, like because in wrestling, the final match isn't usually the final match. Like Terry Funk had like twenty five final matches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Retirement matches are yeah yeah not believable. Yeah. It's a pretty much a gimmick in itself. But yeah. Shawn Michaels, it actually felt real until the Saudi money came through. Mm. Uh, yeah, but it, it's still yeah fantastic match, great storytelling. Um. 
just wanted to quickly touch on bef- you know before we move on was um mm. just it was after all the long hiatus it was nice to see brett back in the ring yeah, yeah. That, that one probably needed water though. Yeah, because absolutely. He couldn't, he couldn't actually do anything. Yeah, um, but just as a massive Brett yeah, Hart just to see him there, see and, him back, and it was, was basically cool. Vince was like, you know, get all your fucking frustrations out on me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and he goes from a payday. Bruce Hart was a special guest through so. yeah, 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 and they had all the all the hearts around the outside too. Like even like fucking. Uh, Tyson Kidd and uh, David Hart Smith got got hits in on him, and Natalia <laughs> slapped him in the face. Like everyone, Natalia. I was like, yeah, man, yeah. get out of here, man. You're not yeah, a yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just weird because uh, Jim Neidhart wasn't there, but he was the only notice noticeable one that wasn't there. Mm. Um, but yeah, had, the, had Bulldog passed by then? Yes, I, okay. well, I I think so. Okay, okay. I think I think Bulldog passed before before. David Hart made it into the WWE, didn't? Yeah, okay. probably. That sounds mm. about right. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was fun, but it probably should have been half the time. Five minutes, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was twice as long as the Rey Mysterio CM Punk match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you up to? Number six, Matt. What's your mm. number six? Uh, WrestleMania 36. Uh, so obviously the fir- this is the pandemic one. Where we mm-hmm. have all the uh, we have first ever two night WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find the card. Here we are. So uh, obviously the memorable um, matches in this is obviously the first um, first night main event with the Boneyard match, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Um, yeah. That obviously like that was so cool. That was the first time we ever saw a cinematic match like that, I believe, or at least at a WrestleMania. That was the first time we saw one like that, mm-hmm. and to that production level. Because I'm from memory, like all the rest of the matches were um, prized to that in that night were in the performance center. Um, mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep. I don't think there was any. Look at the card right now. I don't. Think no Thunder Dome there. I don't think the point. No, no. Yeah, they're all just performance center. And mm. um, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler was quite good as well. Mm. Um, oh, and they had that weird triple um, because the tag team match ended up being a triple threat because I think. Some of them got COVID, so they had turned to a yeah. triple threat later. Yeah, yeah, threat, yeah. And yeah. that was actually quite good in the end. That was a really good John match. Morrison, Jimmy, Jimmy Uso, and Kofi Kingston, who are all, mm. all awesome in, in um, ladder matches. Yeah. And Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, Kevin took a massive bump off something and fell through, uh, the, I think, the table ship or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. One, one of the, one of the um, mm. stage parts of it. Yeah, Braun Strowman destroying Goldberg. So that was the first night. Second night. We have the wonderful uh, Firefly Funhouse match, which we, well, I loved. That was I loved that. Fun. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, yeah, and oh, you had uh, Bailey, Beast, and Sasha, Lacey Evans, Naomi, and Tamina. So obviously, two people were awesome in that match. The other three were just throw ins. Uh, oh, the Edge Randy Orton one, which was the one which went all over the performance center and went yeah. for like 30 minutes. Yeah. So that was that. I actually quite enjoyed it, even though it was quite slow and end up finishing on top of. A, I think end up finishing on top of a truck. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was quite good. Right. And, yeah. and yeah, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley was awesome as well. They were um, one of the opener matches. They got a good 20 minutes, and that was mm. the first time. That was for the NXT Women's Championship, which Charlotte yeah. won the Rumble that year, and she challenged for that one against Rhea Ripley, and they were making Rhea Ripley, and that was nice cool twist. Because they, yeah. they, they were they were both. Uh, ladies of the same height and both the same stature, so it was, mm. it was nice to make Rhea. And then 
the fun finish with Drew McIntyre being Brock Lesnar, and then the weird after the Mania finished or Drew McIntyre versus yeah, Big Show. Yeah, Big Show, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And why? Hey, why? Like, like, yeah, Drew got, Drew got the payoff of being Lesnar, which mm. was a short match for obvious reasons. Uh, but yeah, for some reason, Big Show came out and challenged him directly after the match. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think they showed it on the original Live Mania. I think it was like one of those things which you saw afterwards and like that. They, I can't they, remember how that they showed it on the Raw the next night, didn't they? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. Or, or it was on the network or something like that. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was weird. It was like after the actual <laughs> it's ended. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But they have it on the card. So, like, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's, there's lots, lots going on. And because it was quite unique, and I think the the main things you remember is the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Funhouse so both so good. never seen anything like them. And we haven't actually seen anything like them since, really, I don't think. Mm. I remember reading an article about the Firefly Funhouse with, um, I can't remember who it was, but apparently that's a Bruce Pritchard idea again because he's into that weird shit. Mm. And from what he was saying at the time with the pandemic, they had they had no idea what was going on, so they had to come up with some creativity. And I remember watching that Mania and being like, fuck. They're really trying to push the envelope here. They're trying something a bit different mm. with this and the boneyard. Um, and it's just weird that they haven't tried anything similar after that. They've they haven't gone down that path again. Like it's you know I wouldn't. I like them when they're thinking outside the box, and that's what you need in wrestling. You know, you need to you know try and get away from the attitude era or you know all the past stories that they've done, rehashing them and try something new and. Those two matches were like something that they hadn't tried before, and it was really, really interesting. Mm. Yeah, uh, this is this is one. It was one of my final cuts uh, from my list. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed this. I, to be perfectly honest, I went into it with no expectations. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no crowd. This is gonna suck. Yeah. And then I watched it. I was like, fuck, that was really fun. I mm. think the no crowd actually relaxed a lot of the workers. Maybe the lesser yeah. experienced ones. Yeah. Um. And just made for for better matches. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's because the way they ended both nights was, was yeah, exactly what everyone yeah. wanted. Yeah. Mm. That's another big. Um. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys covered it all. So that that triple threat ladder match was really good. Uh. Kevin Owens obviously just doing crazy shit. Um. Yeah. The the Firefly Funhouse and the the Boneyard match were both really fun as well. Uh, I'm looking at the card. I remember all these matches except for Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. I do. Yeah. yeah. No, I all. don't either. And Alistair have, Black went over. I have, but, yeah, I have literally no memory of that. Uh, also, on the second night, the Street Profits faced um, Angelo, Angel Garza and Austin Fury actually made his WrestleMania debut there. Yeah, and I yeah, was like, yeah. okay. I assumed that was uh, on the weekend, but no, he actually made his debut two years ago. Yeah, mm. so I, I wouldn't have remembered this. Uh, if you said, hey, name all the matches on that card. No. But when I just looked at it, I was like, oh, that's right. I do remember that. I actually <laughs> quite I quite liked them as a little tag team too. And yeah. there's the fun match of Otis versus Dr. Circular with uh, Mandy Rose as yeah. the um, woman of um, both trying to chase. <laughs> yeah. And Sonya being in the middle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the, like, comedy Otis was, was fun. But I yeah I st- I still prefer current Otis. Didn't but, they give yeah. him the money in the bank? Yes. Yep. But then and he he lost it to, yeah, to Miss. Right. Yeah. That's so, right. 
Yeah, uh, the only other thing I think uh, didn't really need to happen is they, for some reason, they had a Fatal 5-way and Tamina was in it for the Women's Championship. You could have just just made that a Fatal 4-way. Boy, leave it as I don't don't think. It could have just been Sasha versus Bayley. Yeah, all that. Yeah, I I don't. Tamina definitely didn't there. Feels Mm. like this, uh, again, yeah, woman on the card for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like maybe Tamina knows what happened with with uh, Vince and, and his and his father, and that's why she's had a job for so long. Or, or, or maybe she knows how Vince covered up her uh, father's uh, murder. Yeah. Of, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why she's constantly had a job. Constantly employed. She's still yeah. employed. How yeah. is she not cut? Yeah, because she's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, this is a really good uh, WrestleMania, and just missed my my top ten. It probably would have been 11 or 12 for me. Uh, sweet. So, Twain, what's your number six? Yep. So, I had a more recent one as well, and it was the year prior to the one that Matt just said. I had WrestleMania 35. Um, Interesting. I think I, I really, the main thing for me is probably Kofi getting Kofi Mania. Uh, yeah, yeah, Kofi Mania. That's my lasting impression of it because they created that story basically out of nothing because Mustafa Ali got hurt and then yes, momentum right. momentum just you know people just were wanting Kofi to get it you know everyone wanted and to this day Daniel Bryan made it his utmost mission to give Kofi that moment and that mm. moment is one of the you know I I might be being a bit you know um, recency biased here but it's close to one of the better Wrestlemania moments that you can argue because of all the, you know, all the trials and tribulations of being, you know, a black wrestler in the business with this negative, you know, thing of they don't give the belt, the big belt to the black wrestlers as much. You know, they always, pu- you know, always push them down. They use them as comedy acts. And for him to finally get over the hump and get that win and then hearing, you know, Byron Sexton, who legitimately sounded like he was crying mm. when he was saying, you know, that Kofi did it, you know, mm. it sounded like he was really happy. That's probably why this one sticks out more to me plus you know really really good card like you know the triple h batista match where batista smashes the shit out of rick flair so triple h will fight him mm. um that you know that was an interesting feud um i think this was the the culmination of becky becoming after the man thing she yep. this was her moment you yep. know after you know beating charlotte and ronda mm. um underrated match i thought was the reigns and Drew McIntyre singles match. Like it was pretty good, even though it was only about 10 minutes or so. Um, but yeah, like, but there's also some pretty, you know, random matches on here too. Like Carmelo winning a women's battle royal just seems like, you know, going 10 minutes, like Matt said earlier, I think they're just chucking women in just for the sake of it. Mm. Um, the tag team title match was on Raw was Kurt and Zach, or Kurt Hawk and Zach Ryder oh, versus, Zach Ryder, yeah. versus the Revival or FTR nowadays. Um, Braun winning the Andre the Mo- you know giant battle memorial, and then yeah, it was just it was pretty stacked card. Like if you go up and down the card, but probably the moment that sticks out to me the most is the Kofi finally getting a WWE championship. Yeah, that's one of the greatest WrestleMania mm. in my opinion. Like, yeah, that's one. Of the, that's one of the few WrestleMania moments where I actually cried. So yeah, it, yeah, it was uh, emotional, emotional. Like, yeah. It's, so it was perfect. Like the way they did it was brilliant. Like it was an accident, but they they pulled it off in the end. And they made it and absolutely perfect. And even something. I think I think it was the week or two prior to that WrestleMania, and 
they got Xavier and Big E to go through like fucking eight matches that night or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it was a gauntlet. Right. It was perfectly yeah. built. Like Vince, you know, and whoever was on creative at the time, they built it perfectly for that moment. So yeah, that's why I have it up so high. Yeah, no, this one, uh, I don't. For, I don't know why it didn't really cross my mind for entering my list, but Kofi Mania itself was uh, amazing. Um, the craziest thing, like you sort of had to go with it, but Daniel Bryan was in the midst of a really good title run too. The Earth champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, the champion of the Earth. It was so good. Um, he, was, he was the heel saying all the right things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, his belt was biodegradable or some shit. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's some insane detail man yeah so but yeah it was it was a a fun card like seth and brock opening the show was Mm. was really good as well um yeah and uh the the weird tag team of alistair black and ricochet yeah um yeah it is is it was a good show but i think i think kofi mania elevates Mm. it um, but also the the Kofi Mania where it's placed in the card is kind of weird. Like I get finishing on Becky and mm. the, that triple threat, that's fine. But yeah, like it, Kofi was tenth. Yeah, yeah. And that's why couple... I felt weird when I looked at yeah. it too. Um, and and then also like straight after that, like after a huge moment, you know, this is Ray's return to WrestleMania, and mm. there's basically Samoa Joe just squashing him. Yeah, like it's just it. There's some matches in here that's weird, but just yeah. overall for me, like the moment of that, I think it, it just sticks out in my mind. Mm. I, I don't mind that so much because it, it, mm. it sold Samoa Joe as dangerous. Yeah, that yeah, dangerous. Mm. and But just because Ray came back that Royal yeah. Rumble and yeah, yeah. it was, you know, I think they were, it would have been better if they went a little bit longer. But yeah, yeah. I understand why they did that. Mm. Or have, have Joe beat someone else and give Ray a different thing. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, like like Joe, they get fifty eight seconds, but Shane McMahon and Miz get fifteen. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, also, Kurt Angle's final match. Yes, Baron Corbin. Yeah, it was a bit of a snooze, to be honest. But mm. you know, is I I kind of wanted that to be John Cena in Kurt Angle's final match, just to go full circle. Yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah, I I you know, Kurt Angle himself chose Baron Corbin, so yeah, is what it is. But yeah, it's not not a bad show at all. Uh, a bit long. This is yeah. I'm I'm very happy that they split them in two after this, because this one was like what six hours. Yes, what, I think. it was. Like this, I think probably is the longest. One. Yeah, yeah, like sixteen matches, <laughs> and only, fucking... only yeah, only two of them are like actually short, short. Mm. The rest are like you know decent length. So yeah. Um, my number. What number are we up to? Six. Yep. My number six is WrestleMania 22. Um, mm. There's some some really fun matches on here. The Big Show and Kane as the champs taking on Carlito and Chris Masters. Uh, Rob Van Dam winning the Money in the Bank over Lashley. This is the one Finley was in. Uh, Matt Hardy, Ric Flair, and Shelton Benjamin. Ric Flair took a bump off the ladder to the floor as well. Like, And at the time, he must have been... He was definitely in his 50s. Fucking uh, so he's born 1949. WrestleMania 22 was what year? 2006. Uh, quick math, tell me he was 57 years old. Yep. And he he took a bump off the ladder. <laughs> Fucking nuts, man. I like cringed when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna die. Even though I, obviously <laughs> I knew he fucking didn't. 
Uh, yeah, JBL beating Benoit. That one, that match was the yeah. air. But the one that elevates it, and one of my favorite Mania matches, is uh, Edge beating McFoley in a hardcore mm, match. Yeah. The, flaming the spear, table. Yep, the spear mm. through the flaming table. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, Shawn Michaels and Mc, Mr. McMahon had a had a real fun street match, uh, mm. which ended with Michaels uh, jumping off off a big ladder onto onto him onto McMahon. Uh, Ray won won his first World Heavyweight Championship uh, yeah. over. He pinned Kurt Angle as well. Angle took the loss. Uh, mm. His triple threat with with Randy as well. Um, even there was a pretty decent casket match between Undertaker and Mark Henry, where Undertaker does a fucking massive dive over the ropes over the casket hitting mark henry and mark henry nearly fucking drops him mm. also fun fact the it was mark henry was uh it was pitched to mark henry to end the streak in this match and mark henry said what are you fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does seem to be that type of guy yeah so like yeah they they creative wanted mark henry to beat undertaker in this match Jeez. And I'm very glad that Mark Henry didn't have an ego and realized how important the streak was. Mm. That would have been a disaster. Um, that that um, Ray match that you just mentioned earlier, mm. I, I think if you go back, I know comedy Kurt was, you know, everyone's fam- favorite Kurt, but my personal favorite Kurt was the wrestling machine. Like oh, yeah. he had the, the mouth guard and he's just fucking yeah. pulling out five-star matches with everybody. Like mm. I think that was the pay-per-view before this he had a really good match with the undertaker and it's like considered one of the best um uh, matches of kurt's career like he just he was on one this this period of time Mm. and you know goes to ecw and he does his you know wrestling machine thing there then i think it's only a couple months later then i think he's released and he goes to tna yeah 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 um uh yeah I, i was i was pretty happy that he um like i think it meant more for ray to pin the champ like normally mm. in triple threats the third guy is a guy to take the pinfall so the champ doesn't look bad yeah yeah but yeah like ray pinning the champion to get his first world title win was um, was really cool mm. uh, and then even the the main event john cena versus triple h was actually pretty decent for what it was like uh john cena wasn't like tired yet like you know mm. it's stale um and yeah, Triple H, you know, putting him over makes it, you know, makes him more legit. Yeah. You know, and and I think Triple H takes the bit. Oh, well, submission, he tapped out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. so he, there wouldn't be many times in his career he tapped out. I think this was the mania, too, where Sean and Hunter started, you know, putting the seeds in for the DX reunion. Like, mm. I think in their matches, they were doing a lot of the DX, you know, suck at char- oh, chops and all that sort of thing. So I think, you know, eventually yeah. a couple of months later, they get back together. So yeah, no, that's, that's a good mania. I enjoyed mm. it as well. Yeah. So, sweet. Uh, Matt, what's your number five? Uh, number 33 is next. Mm. So 33, the reason why I love this one is the last match isn't fantastic, but the last moments where the Undertaker is leaving all his gear in the ring and they have the moment where everyone's saying, thank you, Taker, thank you, Taker, and the crowd realizes this is the end. And it's this lovely moment at the end, uh, end of this mania, which you know, always brings tears to my eyes. Just, you know, I've been an Undertaker fan since I was a little boy, and this mm-hmm. is meant to be the end, and should have been the end. This is where it should yeah, have ended. And, and- and then it wasn't the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's wonderful from that point of view. So that's why I remember the main thing. Um, mm. And somehow Brock and Goldberg had a 
decent, you know, yeah. big mm. man match or smashing each other. Uh, Randy Orson and Bray Wyatt, that was for the other championship. That was the weird one where I think um, they had the projections. The maggots. The the maggots yeah. 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 I, yeah. I wasn't really a huge fan of that. But this was Seth Rollins and Triple H in their grudge match where um, Seth had turned on Triple H after he was his uh, lackey for a long time. Mm. And they were battling over the pedigree. They went 31 minutes in that match. So that was pretty impressive. We got the Hardy Boys returning, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was the moment. Really cool. Yep. That yeah. was awesome. Uh, Owens and Jericho, this is after um, they turned on each other from being best friends. Mm. I think Owens turned on Jericho from memory. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 he did. Jericho, yeah. why is my yeah. name on yep. this list? Yep, 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 that's right. So One of the like, best Raw segments ever. Yeah, the, the, this card is so deep. The pre-match has Dean Ambrose in it, for Christ's sake. So yeah, and yeah. Neville and Austin Aries as like the pre-match opener. Like <laughs> it's a pretty Those deep two, card. I remember that you know we were talking about opening matches before, and this one stuck out in my mind: Neville and Austin Aries because they mm. went hard in this match. It was like they were pissed off both of them that they were opening, yep. and yeah, they went yeah. hundred on this match. That was a really really good opening match. But, yeah, the main main reason I picked this one so high is because of the moment at the end, I think. Yes. Uh, the cards, like, the, we've seen better cards already, um, but I just think the moment at the end with The Undertaker just saying goodbye, mm. the false and, goodbye, was yeah. pretty much it. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, you go, bro. Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, Reigns was the one to do it. You know, that's like yeah. the company fucking, you know, ultimate thumbs up from the company saying and, you're going to be the one. And he's gone on and paid it off. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, about the Kevin Owens-Chris Jericho match, that was originally meant to be for the Universal Championship. Yeah. But Goldberg came right. back and Owens had to drop it to him. Yep. Even yep. though the Lesnar-Goldberg match did not need to be for the title. Uh, yeah. really. Yeah. And so it was ended up being a, um, the United States title as, a, I guess, a consolation prize. Mm. So, yeah, it yeah. should have no, been higher on the card as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the I, I AJ think even Shane I think Jericho said I think Jericho actually said that they were meant to main event. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, I remember that. Yeah, because yeah. it would have been for the top yeah. title. So yeah, mm. they would have been. They would have been. They would have been in the number eleven spot where Brock and Goldberg are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So like a co-main event. Yeah, um, yeah, and the Festival of Friendship was a huge story yeah. too. It was massive, yeah. man. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, literally one of my favorite Raw segments ever. Uh, sweet Twain, what's your number five? Cool. So I had uh, twenty-one at five. Oh, I yeah. think we've really pretty much touched on yeah. it. Um, yeah. So John, emergence of John Cena, mm. um, emergence of Batista, um, Muhammad Hassan becoming the mega heel, and then the you know probably one of the underrated stories was the Legend Killer roots was you know starting to mm. come to fruition with Randy. Like he was. You know, he'd taken out everybody, but yeah, this was the main one that he hadn't taken out. So mm. yeah, so we already touched basically on it already. So yeah, that's my nice. five. Sweet. Uh, my number five. It's my oldest match on the card. It's my only single digit mania. Uh, WrestleMania eight. Mm. Um, again, it's it's uh, ma- mainly a like a. Oh no, there's actually more than two two matches. Um, there's so. I believe this was the first ever solo Shawn Michaels WrestleMania match where he beat Tito Santana. Yep. Um, Yeah. And also uh, that match was really funny because there was a woman in the crowd who hated Shawn Michaels 
and she was screaming at him the whole time like that's what you get sean every time tito would punch <laughs> him and shit it was hilarious uh then undertaker beating jake roberts jake the snake yep uh bret hart beat roddy piper for the intercontinental title so good that um, match. yeah there was a tag team match that i did don't i don't care about to be honest big boss man virgil sergeant like fucking virgil Sergeant Slaughter mm. and, and Jim Duggan against the Nasty Boys, Repo Man and the Mountie. I, <laughs> yeah, that one sucked. Um, Randy Savage versus Ric Flair for the WWF Championship. Now, I um, think this is the first one where the title isn't the main event. Mm. Yes, that is that that I remember hearing that. Yeah, because um, obviously Hulk had to be the main. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I've talked to you about this before, Twain. I've never been a huge Flair fan. Like I never really saw the I, I i i guess i can see the appeal but i it never resonated with me mm. but this match was fucking great yeah um yeah really really good uh and then yeah the natural disasters versus money inc was was pretty fun for the for the tag titles um i like money inc money yeah cool. yeah money so cool. cool and i i always liked old uh earthquake uh john tenta he always yeah. had some really shit gimmicks but made them like in wcw he was literally shark when he was a human <laughs> shark until he was john tenter and then he like had yeah. half his hair shaved yeah 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 uh was, wasn't tug speaking of fucked up gimmicks wasn't tugboat the one that had the um the star wars helmet on in wcw and then he got the firecracker went off or something uh, it was like no that was was it, was it tugboat oh, oh, i don't God. think it was someone smaller i don't know if it's the same guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Because tugboat slash typhoon was huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was big. I don't I don't think it was. This. Uh, oh no no no! You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. It is. He's a shockmaster. Shockmaster. That's the. <laughs> when he, yeah. When he smashed through the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put glitter. Yeah. They put I never glitter. I never realized it was him. That's hilarious. They put glitter on the fucking um the Star Wars yeah, helmet. On the, on the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. That's so good. Mm. Um. Yeah, and I, I, I'll be honest, I don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Hogan, Hogan sucks. Uh, Warrior came out, I believe, and he sucks. So, yeah. But love Savage. That match with Flair is amazing. Uh, the build up to it too was because the Flair was saying how he banged Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah, really good build up. Uh, and yeah, like it's actually funny because the undercard is better than the main event in this one. Yeah, I, I really, really dug it. Uh, uh, Matt, what's your number four? Uh, WrestleMania 14, just for nostalgia. Yeah. So, obviously, ends with Austin getting his first ever uh, WWF Championship against Shawn Michaels. And yeah. they actually got 20 minutes, which I was surprised they went so long because Shawn yeah. was injured and his back had to yeah. his way to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. after the casket match, I believe, where he got the injury. We had the first Undertaker versus Kane match, which has the fantastic build, which builds all the way up from um, the first Hell in the Cell match all the way to this WrestleMania. So it's a fantastic story. You got Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, who was uh, Terry Funk versus the New Age Outlaws. Mm, nice. uh, you got uh, Rock versus Ken Shamrock, which had a fun finish because uh, Shamrock had the Rock tap, tapping out, but then he wouldn't release the um, ankle lock, and that 
cause disqualification or Rocky end up keeping the championship, the Intercontinental Championship. You got Triple H and Owen Hart for the uh, European Championship, and you got Taka Michinoku for the Light Heavyweight Championship. Ah, Taka Michinoku, my yeah. man. Michinoku driver. I, I saw him <laughs> a, a month ago. He was in the uh, New Japan Cup um, first Fuck. round of that. He was still wrestling. Fucking hell. That guy nice. was my man. Yeah. Um, we can carry on talking about that because that's my number four as well. Um, the WrestleMania 14. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys though, like, because obviously this is the mania after Montreal. Yeah. So let's just say hypothetically Montreal doesn't happen. Do you see if, because to me, I don't know if you guys agree, but this main event, it just, it just didn't, for Austin winning his first championship, it just felt a little bit flat. Like if you, I just feel like if we could, you know, fantasy book again, like I would personally have, if Hart was available at the time, have Hart be in that spot rather than Michael. It would make sense because it's the return match from the WrestleMania yeah. 13 match, yeah. which was the double turn. And so, yeah, yeah it would be perfect from that point of view. Mm. Though, mm. would it work with Mike Tyson? No. Mm. That's the yeah, thing. That's, the, make, that, uh, that's the main appeal. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, Tyson works with Shawn Michaels. He doesn't work with Hart. I don't think Hart. it would. It wouldn't make as much sense. Mm. So, that's the only thing where Mike Tyson makes this pay per view sell so much. and. Wow. Starts so basically over. the boom for the WWF at that time point, point period. Mm, like, bearing in mind, like the WrestleMania 13, I don't think it had barely as many sales as this. I think this was like 700,000. The previous ones mm. were down like 200,000 pay per view sales, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, without Tyson, this doesn't sell as much and is Austin as big of a deal to the general public, which then mm. creates this massive boom. So, that's the only thing you got to take in mind with that. Yeah, 100%. But um, you would was... be correct, a better match. Yeah. Because just the backstory, because, yeah. Because I feel like to me, Austin's best work was with Hart. Like, yeah. From '96 to you know end of '97 or middle of '97, sorry. Like those guys, man. They, you know, Hart was a big reason why Austin got over. Yeah, he was. Mm. And and in fairness as well, Austin also got more and more injured as time went on, so it couldn't work mm. as well. Yeah. Where people I'm... forget, Austin wasn't just a brawler before he was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was actually a mm. worker. Yeah. yeah. With the Hollywood Blondes with Brian Pillman. Like, fuck, yeah. he was wicked. Sweet. Uh, this is actually one of the few I haven't seen. So I didn't actually get around to this on uh, when I was when I was watching through them. So mm. uh, I didn't have, don't have too much to add. But I do. I did love the team of Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie whenever oh. I'd, I'd see them. Just, you know, two so crazy good. motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's a dumpster match as well, which is fun as well. Because I think yeah. they throw them off the end of the stage from memory. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's right. Nice. Well, my number four, we've already talked about, uh, WrestleMania 31. Uh, I just wanted to touch on the couple of things. So, the yeah, the, the, the Triple H versus Sting match, it kind of felt like Vince saying, look at me burying WCW one more one time. One more time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was fun seeing the, the NWO come out, even even Hogan. I'll, I'll give him a pass this time. Mm. Um and, and DX, like that, that shit was fun. Um, and then yeah, Rusev coming out in a fucking tank. And, uh, I kind of wish he beat Cena, to be perfectly mm. honest, but it is what it is. The Rollins cash in is still the best cash in to this yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, just so good. And that ladder match for the IC title was was really fucking fun. Uh, I remember there's a spot where Luke Harper, rest in peace. Uh, nearly broke his fucking arm because he dives through the ropes and oh, someone, I can't remember who, threw a ladder at him 
and his arm was tangled in the ladder as he fell. And it was just, it was really fucking scary. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, the the RKO on Rollins, where he boosts him up, is fucking beautiful. Yeah. That ramp that at that mania, I remember, was so fucking long. And I remember when yeah. Rollins ran down, like, I'm sure he was tired by the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. All right, Matt, what is your number three? There's a theme going on here. I'm now WrestleMania 19. Mm. So this one has the fun main event with Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, which are the yep. two legitimate athletes versus each other. And we all remember Brock's lovely shooting star press where he landed <laughs> on his fucking head. Yeah. If someone thought that was a good idea. <sighs> Christ. Um, Rock Austin, this is the third one. Probably the worst of the three, I think. Um, mm. Yeah. It'd be just because, you know, Austin's, on his, Austin's injured and Rock's on his way out. Um, we get lovely Triple H versus Booker T match, which is controversial because we all think Triple H buried Booker T when Booker mm. T should have won that, and the lovely racial undertones that was in the build-up to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably the best best match of the night was Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. That was yep. an awesome mm. match. Uh, we get this weird um, handicap match with The Undertaker because Nathan Jones couldn't for some goddamn reason. <laughs> They figured, they figured out like the, the week off they can actually bloody work the match or some crap. So we have Big Show and A Train going down to the Undertaker. But there is a fun uh, Matt Hardy and Ray Mysterio opener, which only goes, they only gave him five and a half minutes for the Cruiserweight title. You have Matt Hardy and Ray Mysterio, for Christ's sakes. So I, I am kind of questioning myself now looking back at this going, why do I have this so damn high? But it's probably <laughs> the nostalgia of Rock Austin and uh, Lesnar Angle and also the Michaels Jericho match, which is. Yeah, the match was good, but do you know so, what's uh, another? Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up. Was um one of the underrated matches I had was the tag team match, the triple threat. I, yeah, well, I, I yeah, look at I, it and I go, Rhino and Benoit, what the fuck? Yeah, what, what's that? Yeah, it's like <laughs> surely there's someone else, but the other two make sense, but yeah, I love that. Team was a- team I remember Angle, there was, I remember the, the story behind that. They actually had a it was uh, I can't remember what they called it, but it was a tag team tournament. But your partners were randomized. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and um, yeah, Benoit and Rhino hated each other, but they they made it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Los Los Guerreros and Team Angles, the other two, um, Charlie yeah. Haas and Shelton Benjamin. So yeah, obviously I love... they work well together. I love Shelton Benjamin. I'm a Shelton Benjamin apologist, man. Like, if I if I could fantasy book, I mean, I would have made him a 16-time world champion <laughs> if he could just cut a fucking promo. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the, I was really into Team Angle at this time. So, fuck, that match, you know, they were so good on that. But, yeah, you're right, Matt. The Shawn Michaels and fucking uh, Chris Jericho match was probably yeah. the best Definitely. match of the night. But just one little nitpick is the Triple H and Booker T one. I just... For the life of me to this day, I do not know why Booker didn't go over. Like, you know, Triple H, like you mentioned, the racial undertone thing. Like Politics. He yes. Yeah, yeah. The golden shovel came out again, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But it's just like, if any time was to put Booker T over, it had to be that exactly. time. But I heard Pritchard's um, fucking excuse for it was because, oh, we can't have two happy endings in the WrestleMania. I'm like, bro, that is the most horseshit yeah, fucking... Bullshit. Yeah, it's the most horseshit explanation I've ever heard in my life. Now, but, what's yeah. interesting is the last five matches, all decent length, so like 18 minutes mm. is the shortest of last five matches. Mm. So, yeah, that's quite unusual. You usually have a pop popcorn match somewhere in the middle, but... Yeah, yeah. or a piss break match. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, I'll I'll jump ahead here, Twain, because this is my number three as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, you you guys touch on on a lot of my thoughts. So yeah, Booker T should have gone over. Uh, the build to the to the match, you know, the Triple H saying, uh, "People like you don't get to be champion." Like, uh, yeah, very heavy. In your nappy here. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar nearly killing himself on a shooting star press is pretty <laughs> pretty fucking amazing. Uh, the Rock and Stone Cold was fun, but uh, was definitely the worst of their three matches, uh, Mania matches. Uh, yeah, Undertaker, the Undertaker beating Big Show and A Train was actually pretty fun. Um, mm. Nathan Jones randomly came out at the end and just fucking roundhouse kicked uh, Big Show, or, or and then and then Undertaker pinned A Train in the in the ring. That was like, oh, he he was there and he threw a kick, but you know, can't make it a tag match. God forbid. <laughs> uh, it's probably it's probably for the best, though. Honest. Um, <laughs> I remember the build to Matt Hardy becoming cruiserweight champ. The whole Is, thing they made this big thing about him getting to the weight, and it was really cool. He had massive scales and everything. Um, that was a really fun, really fun time. And yeah, the triple threat tag team match was really cool. Uh, the street fight between Hogan and McMahon was way more fun than it had any right being, especially because it went 20 minutes. Mm. Um, fuck Hogan with the work rate in our rankings. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, there's one spot where I don't know if it was a botch or what, but McMahon swings a chair at Hogan who moves and McMahon fucking smokes the Spanish announcer, Hugo. I looked up his name. Hugo <laughs> Savinovich absolutely smoked him like he's fully bleeding and everything like he took a headshot unprotected headshot uh, from 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 McMahon and I couldn't have complained because that's his boss and he's gonna get I fired. pay you take this headshot. yeah yeah take this fucking headshot <laughs> so, yeah I, I thought that was pretty funny he seemed all right and he wasn't out cold he you know, he was sitting there but it was, mm. it's pretty funny um so yeah just a really fun card that I yeah I, I uh I, I really enjoyed it. It would have been, to be honest, if Booker T went over, it, it might have even creeped yeah, up a spot. Yeah. Mm, 100%. Mm. All right, Twain, what's your number three? Yeah, so my number three, I had uh, WrestleMania 30. Oh, um, yeah. Obviously, there's two results here that stick out the most, mm. but I'll start with um, one of the reason why I think it's up there. Even though it's a short match, I... For many, many months on Raw and SmackDown, like people were clamoring for the Shield to turn face. Mm. Like they just wanted to cheer them. Mm-hmm. And they just, they never got it until finally one random Raw when they smashed the shit out of Kane and just seeing them together and fucking them coming out. And you could just see those three, you could just see it. Like they were the, they were the prodigies, obviously, yeah. you know, that was their first big moment. Um, the Cena and Bray Wyatt match um, it was pretty good. I've, would have preferred Wyatt to go over because because he had such momentum at the time because yeah. that was the beginning of the Wyatt stuff. Um, but then, yeah, obviously we can't talk about the you know the two main reasons why this WrestleMania stands out for me is the Daniel Bryan stuff, the Yes movement coming to full fruition, mm. and then Brock breaking the streak. Like to this day, it's still fucking shocking watching it over again. Like. I just you always expect Undertaker to kick out like every time at a mania like you always expect it but when he didn't like the fucking crowd went silent like it was just like one mm-hmm. of the most surreal moments in mania history like even the famous picture of the big black guy and his like yeah. eyes are popping <laughs> yeah. out of his head and you just can't believe 
that fucking taker didn't kick out. But um, yeah, just those two moments, you know, probably two of the biggest <clears throat> moments in recent WrestleMania history. That's why I have it up so high. Just the pure shock value of the streak breaking and then Daniel Bryan getting finally getting his moment at the end. Yep. Spoiler alert, I have it higher. Uh, as, as, yeah. do I, as do I. As do I. Yeah. Um sweet. Oh Matt, what's your what's your number two? Number two is one you guys probably still have on your list is WrestleMania seventeen. Mm. So I'm gonna assume you guys either have this number two or number one. Mm. Uh so obviously it ends with the very controversial end where Austin turns heel and God knows the only reason this is not number one is because of the end. So I yeah. hate the fucking ending. I absolutely yeah. despise this ending. Where he turns and joins McMahon and starts smacking the rock with the chairs. And the rock still kicks out. And <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous end. It's just like, this doesn't. And the worst part is, it's in Texas. And the yes. crowd's still cheering for him. So, mm. it, yeah, that, that's the only reason this is not number one. Outside that, this is incredible. Uh, mm. Obviously, the tables, lads, and chairs match is legendary. The fun match of this is the gimmick battle royal. We have all these old <laughs> wrestlers come down, and and the commentary is the best part because you have uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Mean Gene doing the commentary, and mm. it is so fucking hilarious. Only goes <laughs> four minutes, but it's brilliant. You get, uh, I believe it's the second match between Undertaker and Triple H at Mania, I believe, or maybe it's the first. Actually, I think it might be the first one between those two. Mm. Uh, yeah, the, it would be the first. That was one a good match. Yeah, that was good because yeah. they went all around the crowd and it sort of mm. finishes with a choke slam and somewhere in the crowd or somewhere, you know, I think off one of the stages and out um, where they have the cameras. You have Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit, which is an amazing match. Uh, oh, the Kane, Raven and Big Show hardcore match is incredible. I think Raven goes through a glass panel at one stage and they go all the way out the back and they come all the way back out the front and that's, uh, yeah, that was quite memorable. Um, oh yeah, and the Shane McMahon versus um, Mr. Mc, uh, well Vince McMahon, Foley's special guest referee. This is the one where Linda is comatose in the wheelchair, <laughs> and it ends with her. He, Vince rolls her into the ring, thinks she's still comatose, and it ends with her turning on him and kicking him in the nuts, and Shane wins <laughs> there. And that's just so brilliant ending. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, is so, that the one where he does the coast to coast on him as well? Yeah, yeah, that was the yeah, very yeah. first coast to coast. I, yeah. I think that's part of the finish as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might be part of the finish. She kicks him in the nuts and he does the coast to coast. Yeah, I okay. Think that's our finish. Yeah, but her, her standing up and him just having the shock on his face and he's kicked <laughs> in the nuts by his wife is brilliant. And mm. Trish Stratus turns on him and that, I think, yeah, that looks brilliant. Yeah. Um, the tag team match again, you know, the fuck. Those, you know, those three teams just, they had fucking amazing chemistry, those three. And, you know, TLC for the tag titles, fuck, so good. But, yeah, you pretty much touched on everything else. The only, like you said, the ending was probably the weakest part of the show just because we, you know, were ingrained that McMahon and Austin were the biggest rivals and then all of a sudden they joined together. I, be, I guess the best thing that came out of it, and I, I'm an apologist for these two, I love the two-man power trip with him and Hunter, like yeah. when they had all the belts, like I just thought that was fucking hilarious how they had all every single belt and they were just holding all the belts. So that was probably the best thing to come out of that for me. That didn't last long, did it? Because Triple nah. H got injured. 
He yeah. got hurt. Yeah, it was the Benoit and um, Jericho tag team title match, which fuck, that was an amazing match as well on Raw. And, and this is obviously the WrestleMania, like the week after they buy WCW. So yeah. everything changed. It's WrestleMania as well. Yeah, 100%. Sweet. Uh, Twain, what's your number two? Yeah, I had 19 as two. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know, we pretty much already touched on it. Hmm. Um, Brock's ascension, even though he was already pretty much ascended at this point, but just, you know, had that WrestleMania moment. You know, if he didn't try and do his OVW shooting star press, it would have been much better. Um, but yeah, um, we already pretty much touched on it. So, you know, that's my number two. Sweet. Uh, my number two number th- is WrestleMania 30. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the ascension of Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know, the the yes chance at the end of Mania is mm. really like a really awesome way to end WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lesnar ending the streak. Uh, I remember watching that. I was in fucking shock as well. Yeah, I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> it's just just in you, shock. And do you guys think he needed it? No, he no. didn't. No. Uh, no, no, nah, he did, he didn't need it, and it could have just kept going until forever. And he ne- the, never had to. And mm. the thing about it is, they didn't really do anything with it afterwards. I no. believe it was it was right after this WrestleMania that Paul Heyman started managing Cesaro. Yeah, but then they didn't do anything with that either. They used that as just another way to elevate to talk about Lesnar. Mm. so it was it, it it felt like a waste i was quite mad about it for a little while because this is when i got back into wrestling full-time yeah um but i i, I got over it I don't, I don't mind it now but he definitely didn't mm. Mm. It, it um, elevated someone to superstardom Heyman tells the story on the interview he did for inside the ropes that um i don't he reckons that um taker was concussed and that lesnar did it as a shoot so Take that as you will. I think Heyman's just spinning yarns, yeah. but yeah, uh, but I, like, I I would believe that that Undertaker yeah. was was concussed, but yeah, I, there's no way Lesnar's gonna go. Hey, guess what? I'm gonna take the fucking streak, and you can't do shit about it. Well, funny that you mentioned that because hey, someone asked him in the crowd, there and Heyman was like, "Well, are you gonna stop him if he says yeah. he wants to do it?" <laughs> yeah, so it's like you start thinking, it's like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, are you but, gonna stop him? <laughs> this was probably a time when uh, Heyman was. Managing Lesnar and building yeah. him up and yeah, yeah just work, 100%. yeah, work in the crowd, work in the crowd, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So thirty um, is my number one, and mm-hmm. because it has the perfect finish, and the story goes throughout the night. You start with the Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, and that's the big match, and that's the that's the first hurdle he needs to clear, and it goes through all the night. There's very mm-hmm. few manias which have stories throughout all the nights. I think four with the tournament does, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think WrestleMania. I think it's 15 where the first Austin Rock where Mankind is the special guest referee and he has a match early on against the big show. So that's mm. another one which has, and then, yeah, that also because I think guys get taken off to uh, someone gets arrested in that. Yeah, Mankind gets arrested, I think, and then Vince decides or Shane's going to be the special guest referee, then Mankind comes back. So, yeah, there's few WrestleManias with a story throughout the night and this one was just so perfectly done. As the mm-hmm. perfect ending, and that's why yeah. it's number thirty for me. So, just the perfect ending. I want to leave my WrestleMania happy or yes. crying. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, so hundred percent. The ending matters to me. Some of the matches in between can give or take, but the ending is what I want. Mm-hmm. That yes movement was so 
fucking over, man. Like, oh, it was huge. It was so huge. naturally over. Yeah, that was yeah. the perfect part about it. It was, it was amazing. Like, and it's, it's interesting too because if you go back, this is the time that CM Punk just said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, you know. And the original mm-hmm. plans were supposed to be uh, Punk and Triple H, and the famous line apparently is like, "I don't need to wrestle you. You need to wrestle me." You yeah. know, sort of thing. So. Just interesting how, you know, all that sort of thing happens. And, you know, Daniel Bryan is the one that eventually ends up making, you know, getting his big moment. Yeah. And we all remember, obviously, I think Batista won the Royal Rumble, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, he, he was meant to win. He was meant yeah. to become the champ. But the whole yeah, the whole crowd turned on both, uh, on Batista because yeah. he was meant to be the baby face. Yeah. He was meant to be the baby face to win the Royal Rumble. Everyone wanted Daniel Bryan to win it. And everyone mm. turned on Batista. Yeah. So they had to add Daniel Bryan to it. That was that was interesting because it's one of the u- unique times where the wrestling crowd has dictated to WWE what will happen the WrestleMania main event. Mm. Um, the only other thing I remember from the Triple Threat is uh, Orton taking a backdrop onto a TV monitor. Yes, and it looked really fucking nasty. The, he had a big mark school, on his back. Old school TV monitors. Yeah, the old school store. monitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um yeah the the you touched on it before twain but the the shield match with kane and the new age outlaws was mm. really fun um because yeah the the face turn was perfectly done for the shield you know mm. they were the hounds of justice and the way they turned was so good i remember yeah they surround the ring and then when the crowd clicks as to what's happening this was at the raw before mania when the cloud cricks they lose crowd their clicks, they lose their shit yeah, yeah they lose so it. good um What's your number two, Twain? Oh, no, your number one. Sorry, what's number your number one? one? Yeah. Uh, 17, um, just the whole, even though the ending, like Matt mentioned, was like, it, it's a big come down, but mm. everything else in the night was fucking awesome. The Benoit angle match, fucking good. The TLC match, you know, even, you know, um, I like the Iron Sheik, like him winning the fucking battle <laughs> room. It was crack up to me, like just him winning that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's there's a reason why people have 17 as high as they do. It's mm. a really good show. And like Matt mentioned earlier, like this was the time, I think it was like a week before that it was announced that they bought WCW. So it was a whole transition. The wrestling community was all excited, like, oh my God, is Sting going to be turning up at Rania or... Goldberg or you know all these WCW guys you know people were theorizing if these guys are going to be at this year's Wrestlemania so like it was in a really exciting time for the business so mm. that's why I pretty much that number one yeah so yeah it, it's my number one as well mm. um I think we actually had the same top three just in different order I think we all had 19 17 and 30 yeah yeah um yeah so I actually I really like the story told in the the Stone Cold Rock match like mm. Stone Cold's doing everything he can to beat The Rock and nothing's doing it. So he eventually, you know, just gets more and more violent. Um, Because going into the match, they were both so over. Mm. So I think it it makes the the turn all the more shocking. But I do agree that leaving a mania on such a note uh, is is a bit bit of pill to swallow. Mm. Like you could have just, you could have just gone, like if you were wanting him to turn heel, mm. just go back to 96 Austin. That mm. cold, ruthless smash up Brian Pillman's leg, Austin. That yeah. you could have just instead of him siding with his arch nemesis. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it would have just been better for him to just turn into the sadistic Stone Cold mm. again. 
Yeah, or it might have just been better in a different location, like doing it in Texas. And doing it in Texas mm. is pretty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, uh, the TLC match, one of my favorite all time Mania matches. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shane over Vince with the, the coast to coast. The coast to coast, I love to see it every fucking time. <laughs> it's so, so like good. I'm, I'm tired of Shane, but I'll be happy for him to come back and drop a coast to coast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a couple of matches that you guys didn't. Oh, and I love Raven again. One of my favorites, being a WCW guy. Uh, so seeing him in a triple threat hardcore match is pretty crazy. And yeah, he did get thrown through a fucking window. Uh, and then uh, Big Show just ripped the door off the hinges as well. Like it was a really fun match. Oh, a mm. fun story with that match. Um, one time they had they had a golf cart at one stage, and I think yes. one of them uh, they almost ran into the power uh, where the whole power for the entire building was. Yeah, and they almost yeah. cut off the power for the building. Yeah, so Raven, fun. Raven, Raven yeah, was remember, driving. Yeah, and he he no, it was Kane. Maybe Kane was driving. Whoever was driving, yeah, they did crash it, and then they tried like pulling it back putting it back on i think they were obviously meant to drive a bit further and yeah they just like ah fuck it um but chris jericho beat regal uh yeah first match for the intercontinental title uh always love seeing regal yep but mm. yeah it, that was that was a great match and then um eddie guerrero beating Tess for the european title uh and perry Saturn had one of the weirdest fucking hats i've ever seen it was like a, <laughs> a oh, very <laughs> cow print top hat there was sort uh, of a bucket hat going on as well. Yeah, like a tall yeah, yeah. Bucket hat sort of thing. yeah. It was like a like a bucket hat mixed with a top hat, but it was very, and it was weird. Um, but that was a good match as well. You know, Eddie Eddie is always awesome, and I, I Perry Saturn again, no WCW guy. Perry Saturn, I always love seeing him. Uh, and I think Malenko actually distracted Test in that match too, which let Eddie win mm. if I correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The opening match, though, is fucking hilarious. X-Factor, just incredible, and X-Pac with Albert versus Grandmaster Sexy and Steve Blackman. Fuck, Steve oh. Blackman. Another one I would have put the world title on 10 yeah. times. <laughs> Such a random fucking mm. red, Yeah, random yeah. tag team, man. Yeah. Oh, and the, yeah, Taz teamed up with the APA to smoke right to censor. I loved right to censor. Yo, like, so good. That, Even Ivory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, such a good stable, even though the entrance, holy shit, just the siren. Mm. And because it was a long-ass ramp, <laughs> it's like, the, holy what shit. What was it? The good father. Yeah, the good father, <laughs> yeah. And instead of Stevie Richards, it was Stephen Richards. Richards. But somehow yeah. Val Venus kept his name. Yeah, yeah, and, and Bull, Bull Buchanan. Um, I, I, I actually, Bull Buchanan's son is actually in NXT at the moment. He's uh, Josh Briggs. I think his name. Ooh, he's he's okay. in a tag. No, Brooks Jensen. He's in a tag team with Josh Briggs. Um, and I just remember Bull Buchanan as uh, B squared. B squared. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Oh well, that about wraps it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ran a bit long, so probably better better <laughs> better end it there. Uh, sorry, Carl. Uh, you got to edit this. Uh, sweet. Oh, well, thanks. Good thanks luck, for mate. coming on, boys. Um, it's it's pretty fun to talk some talk some wrestling. I think we'll have to. Do it again sometime in the near future. Mm, yeah, definitely. definitely. Sweet. Oh, well, cheers for coming on. And uh, yeah, sweet. Peace. All right. See you guys. Yeah. See ya.